Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. It's another edition of KFC Radio brought to you by New Amsterdam Vodka. New Amsterdam Vodka is five times distilled and three times filtered. Five plus three is eight times I would have nailed that. distilled. That's the new shit. Is your vodka distilled? And that's what they do with New Amsterdam, and that's why it's a little bit sweet on the palate, which makes it the smoothest vodka out there. Whether you want to have some shots, whether you want to drink it on the rocks, uh, whether you want to have a New Amsterdam Mule or a Pink Whitney or a Feidelberg Spritz or uh, just your good old vodka soda, whatever you want to mix it with, it's uh, one of the smoothest, best vodkas out there. It's Barstool's official vodka, Spit and Chicklet's official vodka. It is Summertime's official vodka. So go get yourself some New Amsterdam. KFC Radio controversy episode. Two guests that have been known to uh, ruffle some feathers and uh, have, let's say, a bit of a reputation. We have Logan Paul, YouTube sensation, internet bad boy. And he is that. He, yeah. I, I said it in the interview, which you'll hear. I said, do you think yourself as Howard Stern? And, and I, 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 which I, I think is a little bit much, by the way. I don't. I don't think it's that much. I think he's kind I of. Think, the- I think it's uh, it's not much in terms of popularity and reputation. I think uh, I shouldn't say this because I haven't consumed all of Logan's stuff. But I think Howard Stern is regarded as like a supremely talented interviewer and radio host, and maybe it's just a different type of skill, different type of talent. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. If I, I, I think uh, he is put him on that level yet. I think he's he's the one. I, I think at, at least when I think of YouTube, the, the first people who like made vlogs and stuff big, it's them. That's that's it. the Paul brothers. And it's and the so next that's form. Just, it's the next. Yeah, he's the of, next of that kind of right. radio. I I think that. So we have Logan in the beginning, and we have uh, Kathy Griffin on the show as well, who is a uh, accomplished comedian and actress, but most recently known for all her political drama with Donald Trump. And this is a very controversial very, episode. But I, I would say this. I would say that I think some of the controversy is confirmed and some of the controversy is dispelled. Yeah, I think that's and fair. And I'll leave it up to you to decide who and what and if you agree with me. Um, but we're going to lead off with Logan I, w- I would say someone comes off looking better pre- than the other one. Pretty good. Someone comes off with <laughs> So uh, <laughs> we'll lead off with Logan. He is, I mean, the dude has energy through the fucking roof. And I can see where, you know, it might rub some people the wrong way when you have energy and charisma and, like, attitude. Um, but we, we, I, we sat that for a while, right? I feel like it was, like, oh, like 45 minutes. Yeah, so enough time for you to really gather, you know, your own opinion on Logan. I'm not going to sway you one way or the other. Um, so whether or not you, you're coming in with a preconceived notion or whether you don't know anything about him, just know that he's – you know, a, a very uh, successful and wealthy YouTuber. And I'll leave it up to you. It's an interesting conversation one way or the other, no matter where you fall. So let's talk to my man, Logan. It's brought to you by Scentbird. If you want to uh, you want to be a cologne guy, cologne, th- thank God Scentbird came along because the whole cologne game was all out of whack. You had to buy like a 9,000-ounce bottle of cologne. 
which you know, is just a, that's the buying a, a full ass bottle of cologne is like the biggest commitment one can make in their life. It's like being married to a cologne. It's like you buy this whole thing, I've super never, expensive, super huge bottle, and you're never gonna use all that. Never in my entire life have I finished this bottle. Never. It's like a think of chapstick. You ever finished chapstick? Don't use chapstick. That's right. You have some weird thing about that. Don't need it because I don't use it. <laughs> but nobody's ever. Can you imagine like you grab your cologne bottle and you're like spritz, spritz, and you go for the third one? It's like nope, all out, <laughs> all like ninety six ounces. That just like sprays a mist. I'm out of it. Now, no one ever wants just one scent. No one ever wants to spend that much money and and go through that one bottle. So Scentbird comes in. I've been I've been looking for a which I I, I hope Scentbird carries. Been looking for a new, a new, new scent. scent. Yeah, I got it. It's a woman's cologne or a oh. woman's perfume. Oh. I'm gonna start wearing it. Very on brand. Yeah. Which is it? Tom Ford. Tom. Oh, they. Well, you know, that's all right. It's, I thought you were gonna say like Clinique Happy or something. No, no, no. Bro, it's actually you I can't do it. that. You're gonna remind me of my high school girlfriend. Like, I got you know. it from uh, what was it? GQ has like a oh. series called like in in Tom the Ford. bag or whatever on the list. And uh, the they had uh, what's his name? It's Billy. I forget his real name. It's like Dracaris. Billy Dracaris? It's Billy Billy from Stranger Things. His real name Dacker is Montgomery. Oh, Dacker. oh, oh. Um, he he said it's like his like one thing you can't go anywhere without. He's like it's like it's very sweet but also woodsy. I was like that sounds amazing. Sweet and it. woodsy. Yeah. That's what the girls like. They got Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Burberry, Prada, uh, Ferragamo, Nautica. Every I mean any any cologne I've ever seen. They have available on Scentbird, and what they do is they send you 120 sprays, which is good for four times a day for a month if you do the math. Uh, and you get little vials, and you can get a bunch of different scents, and they get sent to you each and every month, so you can switch up your scent. You can try new brands, new uh, new scents, new you know whatever whatever flavor of the month you might have. It'll keep replenishing every single month, so you get a whole uh, array of cologne sent to you. Just join up right now at scentbird.com slash KFC. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash KFC. You get 50% off your first month, which means... Just $7.50 for your first cologne or perfume. Sign up. Smell amazing. Logan Paul. Let's talk to him. Let's go. We'll do it live. Logan Paul, KFC Radio. You're bringing the energy, man. You're bringing the fucking I'll try, energy. dude. I'll try my best. I got fucking pink eye. I, I see that. Can you see I, it? I, I see that. <laughs> you can tell? Like, I, I thought I, you were fucking high. No, I, I, really? I, I, in one eye. Yeah. In one eye. I'm just stoned over here. It's <laughs> in that way, so I can only Shit. see that eye. I was like, oh, I just, we dapped it up, and I was like, mm, I'm going to get pink eye. Now. I know. I, I've touched so many hands today. I yeah. feel so bad. You're just going to spread it through this place. You could really see it. I'm like, because I'm kind of squinting at you with one eye. That left eye, right? Fuck. It's not But it doesn't, if you didn't tell me it was pink eye, I would maybe have been like, maybe he's just high one eye. I'm going to be honest with you. That might be the case. I don't know if it's yeah. pink eye. I'm assuming. I'm ass- I think, I don't know, dude. I'm if not you're making assumptions Whatever. about pink eye, like, how you go about getting that? Well, <laughs> here's how it happened, and then here's how I presume it happened. Okay. All right, dude, I did. I, I took some edibles the other day. And then the next day, you know, edibles bleed into the next day. Yeah. Uh, you know, they fuck you for like two days. And the next day, my eyes felt like they were dehydrated and just dry, and I was squinting the whole day. And then I got pink eye. So I think the edibles gave me pink eye. Or you were doing some butt stuff after you had the edibles, you know? <laughs> That's usually I better. hate that pink. you get pink eye from, <laughs> from fucking poop in the yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it, pretty, it's pretty bleak. I think, yeah, I think it happened because my, my dog's eat poop, and then they lick my face. Uh, That's, did, like, uh, realistically. Let's, let's roll with that. Eat yes. dogs? Well, they, they, they're one of those. If you got a dog, you got to shit. Not all, not all dogs eat shit. A lot of dogs eat shit. I actually didn't know there was a common thing. I have one friend who, like, 
they after their dog poops, they have to bring it in the house quick and go get it shit because like it like it doesn't like, eat poop like on circumstance like it's like it's like a lobster. It's like fuck yeah! Let's wow, <laughs> it's like the bottom of the barrel type dog just trying to get those nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> no nutrients go un un. Nothing to waste, baby. That's a nothing to waste. Incredible. But whatever, dude. Like. You just roll with the pink eye. I feel like the beauty of you is you could be like, yo, I got pink eye. And people would be like, that's so fucking crazy. Logan Paul's got pink eye. <laughs> but is it? It's gross, yeah, dude. It's super gross. I hate that I opened with gross. that. It's yeah. disgusting. But I, I actually think it's better to get on the table. True. And we can just deal with True. it. We can move on. Would you I'm, have brought I'm it up if I didn't? Mm, would you have brought it up? It's not that noticeable. If I thought that like on camera, the people would have been like, he's got pink eye and you're not bringing it up, I would have brought yeah, it up. Yeah, okay, okay. But I think we could have got away with it. But I commend you for just owning up Thanks, to man. It. Hey, so 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 great to be here in New York. Thanks, What's going on, boys? This is what we do here, man. Just, we were just, just saying. we shoot the shit and shit. We're, we're kind of a uh, glass half full type of guy. And That's I not what like, you said, man. No. What did I say? Oh, uh, half empty. Half <laughs> empty. Yeah, we're the total polar opposite of that. <laughs> and I feel like you are uh, you are the opposite of us. I, like I energy am. and happiness and fucking. I asked you how you guys were doing when the podcast was off and you're like man not not so good like why not <laughs> like what what was that bad that's our general demeanor man why <laughs> why is it like that I mean, why I are you know, the way you are you got to remember like you're, you're 24 right that's right and you're fucking rich and famous and good <laughs> yeah, okay. and jacked and shit but we're not dude. Yeah, we hope it. let me get some money right. yeah can you, you were always giving away money Fuck yo wait hold up we'll go viral right now if you wait get hold grand. up <laughs> yeah we'll go viral uh, do you think yeah. you'll make you'll make 100 grand back like that. Uh, with the adsense yeah. <laughs> if I give these boys 100K right now, dog, I don't have 100 my, For the Ten? first time ever, nope. My, listen, my expenses have exceeded my income. My financial uh, manager told me two days ago. I know how that goes, bro. <laughs> and I, he Welcome. goes, and so we talked about the whole, like, the budget and everything. I go, what's a budget? And then, okay, so check it out, though. You just asked me for money. Yeah. Bro, for the first time ever, one of my family members asked me for money, Ooh. like, in a serious situation. Like a, like a, Yo, I'm gonna get evicted, and my my mm. car is gonna be taken away. How I, how close a family are we talking? My first cousin. He grew up with me. Lived in my house. Second, you can be like, get the fuck out of here. First, you're first on cousins? the. I don't know if like if every family's different. He looked like you, bro. If it looked like me, uh, exactly like you. So just give him give the money instead. Money. Yeah. Oh shit! It will be the fuck same. Your cousin, man. Hey, do we have the same color beard? I, I don't even think I have a beard. I don't count as beard. I just have like shit patchy, on my face. Patchy fur. <laughs> shit on my face. Yeah. Patchy fur on the head. <laughs> now you got a little. So I'm, wait, did you get the money or what? And how much? I guess it depends on how close the family member is and how much they're asking. I I actually didn't get around to ask him how much he needed. Maybe that's important. I told I, t- I told him I said I said listen, Alex. It's super important, Alex, bro. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I said, Alex, if I gave you the money, I would be enabling you. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, what what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. He goes, I work 150 hours a week, he no, said. I go, I say, guy, <laughs> there's not. What are your expenses? What do you, why can 99% of the world live on 150 hours a week? And by the way, who's working that much? And, and Alex, Alex, if you're listening, you're fucking lying. You need I mean, he's, or you need a new fucking job, man. I, I, I'm like, yo, sell the car, take the bus, stop buying alcohol. Eat hamburger helper for the next month. Like okay. I, I'm giving up options. Time. I'm giving. I mean, dog. When I was growing up, I was roughing it. Yeah. I was brown bagging that shit. Oh wow. Yeah. That's you know that's like that's I, a story you can tell one day. That's a story you can tell one day. I used to bring my lunch to school. <laughs> They're really gonna take sympathy on you. I was, Logan. I was brown bagging it for reals though. <laughs> yeah. No. I feel like if you didn't brown bag it, you were the weirdo in school. No. 
You're saying you got shamed for brown bagging at the yeah, school? Also, the kids eat yo, I grew up. Kids brought lunch. Poor kids ate lunch. I, I, you were brown bagging. It was like lobster and filet mignon. No, 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 no. PBJ, no, no PBJ, PBJs, dude. Like, no, chunky, cream, chunky, chunky, chunky. No, I didn't. It didn't start as chunky. I agree, but then I, I evolved. I call it. Oh, you evolved a little more manly. Trust, get that chunk in there. Trust, bro. Get the chunk. You'll, you'll be a better man. I guess. No, no, man. The, the rich kids are. School was called Westlake High School, and it was nicknamed White Lake because there was just a bunch of rich white kids. This is Ohio, right? Yeah, and and so I wasn't one of those kids. I was like middle class, and uh, everyone would have like super nice nice lunches. Like what? What's like a top tier type lunch in in high school? Icy and fruit roll ups. That uh, none of it was like that <laughs> top tier. Nah, but you had the one kid who always had that good shit. The snacks were usually where it was like where you yeah, made that's, it. Uh, there were some real good. Like the person with the Scooby Doo gummies was yeah, the exactly. shit, and everyone yes. knew it. I was never Dunkaroos, that kid. The shark, oh, shark cream snacks. cream puffs sometimes. Whoever had the cream puffs? I don't like cream the cream. Puffs. I don't like the cream. Cream man. puffs. You don't like the cream, the cream and cream? Do you like puffs? I don't like the cream puffs. I don't like the cream or the puff. Damn, you Not like that? How do you feel about Cheetos puffs? Uh, I'm 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 better with the cheese doodle than the che- than like the Cheeto. You know what I mean? I like the puff. Okay, so you do like the puff. I like the puff when it comes to the cheesy stuff. I don't like the puff when it comes to the dessert stuff. Ah, uh, uh, I see. Okay. I feel that, yeah. No, like, I, like, I, I don't like like the like donuts with the cream in the I'm middle. a fan of, p- of puffs regardless. You like the puffs? Yeah. And you like the cream filling? I like everything, dude. I'm like, Why? I'm the, like I said, Why? I'm the, so no, no, see, don't ask me that, bro. What's the line? I want you to say, yeah, you don't even have any fucking money anymore. No, you <laughs> you're right, bro. I'm poor. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> guys, 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 because life is so Dope no, you for you, that. for you. No, but for everyone. No, not for everyone. What? There's so many people who it's not dope for. No, yeah, no, divorced. so false. Yeah, you're getting, getting that sucks. You're getting divorced. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> oh shit! That's not dope. Oh shit! <laughs> threw me oh, right that under sucks, the bus, bro. That sucks. Wait, what sucks more? What sucks more? Me getting divorced or him just fucking throwing me under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to. There's an example. Oh no! So boom, right in front of your face. That's why life's not dope. You're just talking about it. about expenses exceeding <laughs> What's the reason? No. What's wait, wait, not not a good fit? Not a good fit. Not a good fit. No. Listen, what went listen, wrong that you, you thought it was a good fit? I'll tell you what, bro. We can talk about this if I can talk about a specific forest, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but like, well, we, I mean, but we can if you want. To. <laughs> so I'll leave like, that in the ball is, in your this court. Is, this is the pivot point where my PR team is like, "You shouldn't have talked about his ex-wife." <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll strike so a plea deal with you. All right. No, but you gotta understand, <laughs> your life has been very dope, and I absolutely understand that. But yo, no, 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 dude, no, life it, is life dope. Harder, yeah, Do you hear what general. I'm saying? Life is dope. I mean, it's, it's better than being dead. I would. No, if, <laughs> if that's what I'm saying, if you have a body to live in, that's awesome. That's awesome. Have you seen some people's bodies? <laughs> Yo, it's a body. You got pink eye. That's not cool. <laughs> so currently, my body's not the greatest. It's betrayed vehicle. You. It's a it's a vessel, <laughs> but a shit one at the moment in my eye. But I'm just saying, dude. Whenever I'm when, like when super sad, like when did you become like a happy guy? Like your whole life? My whole life, dude. When I was, do you in, think that's why you had like so much success on, I think so. on YouTube? I think so. When I was in Ohio, Lots like I remember, I like I, my dad would trap me outside. I I try to play uh, Super Smash Bros on GameCube. He trap he locked me outside for the whole day. Play outside, whatever. So I, here I am, like playing with like leaves and figs and sticks, just like creating my own worlds and like imaginary things and it became like the staple of what i do today because i was just like i had to i had to make fun of with my life yeah so yeah dude like whenever i'm crazy sad or like depressed legit no joke i looked i looked down like oh shit i got got my legs still that's tight i got my 
arms and my hands still that's tight I got this body livid like how bad can it be but what about like it's 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 only temporary so my like, arms you, like, like you know it's coming to an end <laughs> like my arms are gonna fall off <laughs> yeah, they're gonna what die they're gonna die it's no just, my, it's a temporary uh, vessel <laughs> like, yeah but what do you do good remember you're gonna die what do you think happens when you die? That's great advice. Huh? What do you think happens when you die? You're going to ask me that right now. Right now. Let's get deep with You're it. You're going to ask me that right now. Is there an right afterlife? Or are you just going to be dead in the dirt? Are you going to get reincarnated? What do you, what do you want from me, in? bro? I'm just curious. What do you, what do you want from happens, me, dude? Man? All right. When you die, I don't know if anything happens. That's it? It's just blackness. I don't know. Right? That's I scary. Can't, I can't call it. Yeah. I can't call it just yet. <laughs> You're not going to call your shot? Not many people can. <laughs> Tell you what, bro. I know what happens when you die. What's, what's that? You see your ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what happens. <laughs> you did me dirty, Logan Paul. You did me dirty. Um, I know what happens. I, I want to talk about YouTube. I'm like fucking fascinated. Right. I, like, ha, like, ha, how famous are you? Like, can you like when you go out? How famous are you? Man, I don't like. Does it like, people you have twenty you million are? subscribers? How like how famous does that is that? Like, if I go out at a, at any given club at any given night, I can are expect ten, 10 to fifteen people to spit at my feet. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why do you think you're so hated? I'm I'm, not, I'm just joking, not, not, bro. Not so hated, but like 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 I, I, I Well, it I, used to I'm be not, it, it used right, to be like right. that. No, no one would spit at my feet. I was I was being facetious, but like I used to definitely be uh, hated, and then yeah. I I just matured my content, dude. My old shit is cringe as. Fuck, dude. And I can look back and How say that. How old is old? Like, uh, two, two years, two and a half. Two to three years. What about. made the switch? Japan, I think. Really? Yeah, it forced me to grow up re- really up, quick. Yeah. Really, I mean, you know, I had to. So I've, I've, I evolved quite literally. Like, I evolved into the next phase of my, like, if I were a Pokemon, like, that was my middle, that was my middle evolution. And now I'm approaching Final Four, boys. <laughs> I'm, like, on God, I'm approaching Final Four. It feels did, good. Did you, like... I'm trying to think, because you were, I, I first, I don't know if I first learned of you, I definitely knew your name, but the 60 Minutes with Kim, right? Well, you weren't, like, with her, but it 60 was the, Minutes. You did the, the Influencers, right? Wasn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. And, like, was that, was that validation for you to be like, oh, shit, like, I mean, I'm, I'm on Kim Kardashian's level. It was one of the many. I've had, a, I've had a decent amount of, uh, uh. Nice benchmarks yeah. in my career. That was definitely one of them. 60 Minutes is big, you know? Yeah, it's um, a pretty good one. <laughs> Heard of it. Heard of it. 60 Minutes is, yeah, it's, it's definitely big. That was one of them. I've, just been, I've been blessed with, like, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of fortune and fortunate things in my life. I don't know. That was I one feel of like them. people think you're controversial, right? I'm, I don't man, think you're that controversial. Is that crazy? I, so I used to be. I used to be. I'm not going to lie. Because I, I, I put on my villain hat. I, I, mm, yeah, you're like, like a heel, right? Yeah, That's exactly. exactly. I, I absorbed it. I adopted the heel. And now... And I'm not that controversial. I'm, like, I say edgy stuff, sure, but <clears throat> I think most of my mistakes, they're, they're not, there's no malintent. You know, yeah. it's not like me trying yeah. to be controversial. I, I don't, I don't think you're that. I, I was going to ask you if you, you think you're controversial because you're famous, or you think you're famous because you're controversial. Nah, we ju- no, no, no. I'm, I'm controversial because I'm famous. We just, we just talked about it on my podcast, actually. Like, I'm an ex controversial YouTuber, bro. Like, that used yeah. to be the label, and yeah. it's just not That's anymore. I, I feel like you're, I feel like the name. And I think I think it's because you, I think you're one of the few YouTubers who like you have name recognition everywhere. Like I, I was oh, watching, oh, oh, I was yeah, watching. Yeah. You have the um, Challenger Games coming up. Yes, and yeah. I did. I didn't recognize. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an anti YouTuber, but I'm just not on YouTube mm-hmm. as, as much as you know someone who makes their living mm-hmm. there. And so I saw all the list, all the names on it, and I was like, I don't recognize many of those. I recognize Jennifer Rooms because I follow her on Instagram. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. And She's I a weapon. <laughs> I, I recognize you and, and your brother. And 
I, I feel like you you're one of the few that really transcends pretty much everything. It's and, I, but it, and I, I think when we were going through like what your controversies were, I was like, that's not a big deal. Yeah. So 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 like eighty percent of people have that mentality. The twenty percent that don't are the ones that are really vocal about it. Right. Like really vocal about it. And like and like point oh one still hang on to it to this day. Like I'll get the occasional like at Logan Paul, it's still a relevant thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck me. But uh, I also think because there's two of me. Let, like, let's be honest, Jake as well, mm. who is equally as, uh, insert adjective here, there's two of me. So Jake and I both have crafted this, like, narrative around Jake Paul and Logan Paul, the Paul brothers, this, like, weird story arc of two stupid white kids living, like, the craziest life ever. Um, well, I definitely think that contributes contributes to like the reputation as well for sure if you're not the like, notoriety yeah like you're a good looking oh, young uh, white guy you're in shape you're confident yeah like, you yeah. want to hate on that so for sure for sure it's easy to hate. and by the way like go for it like i always tell people if it if it if it gets you off to fucking like hate on it like go for, get your fucking nut bro like go for it <laughs> like i'll be i can assure you i'll be good either way yeah well that's the thing is it's easy to say that when you're just like well they keep coming for me and I keep doing my thing. Man, like, if I, they, they haven't won yet, and they, if I was slowing down, if I were gonna be canceled, I mean, it would have happened. Y'all missed the fucking boat. <laughs> y'all had your chance. I does am. it ever? Does it ever bother you? Because like we 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 have people here who are always the same way with that. Where it's like I don't give a fuck, but at some point. It, it stings. So right? I, I sure do indeed give a fuck now. Yeah. I used to not. Yeah. At and some my, point, it's like, I, I just want people to be you nice prefer, to you. You prefer them to like you. Right? Absolutely. Like, that's, that's just blatant human nature. Like, I the, want you to be nice to me. Exactly. Actually, the number the number one thing, humans, like, to the core of what it means to be human is wanting to be accepted. Like, yeah. every person, like, deep down, they want, they want acceptance. And the lesson that I learned is my I don't give a fuck attitude, like, fucked me. Like, truthfully, in the hardest way possible. So I... I kind of scrapped that. While I definitely am running out of fucks to give, I still do give a fuck. And I still, in an ideal world, would like people to like me and enjoy my content. But not, I mean, not that's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's easier, it's easier like when they're... you're just, when you kind of, you said you're coming into your final form, when you're kind of just like, look, I've matured, I'm whatever it is you said, right? When you're like, I'm just being me. Yeah. And if, as long as you're being honest, it's easier to be like, okay, well, they don't like that, but it's just me. Abs- so, absolutely. Right? Like, the the I, thing. I'm being, Speaking my truth, if you will. Speaking the truth, being authentic, being genuine, whatever you want to call it. The, the issue. I'm sorry, bro. I'm burping. Hold cool. on. I'm gonna get one out. It's the cool. pink guy, the burping. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking. I'm a mess. Wild, I'm falling dude. apart. <laughs> the uh, the the thing is, if if about being yourself is like, what if you suck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Welcome to our show. No, man. no, but that's not, why we usually but, feel this way. But we not, took us twenty minutes. Hey. We, got <laughs> we just took the happiest, most confident forward. I broke him down. No, but I'm saying, no, loser. But, but y'all don't suck. That's why you have a show. Like you're clearly dope, and people like listening to you. I don't know how much of I don't know how real it is. I'm sure you like well, are so, on and you perform slightly well, when you're on the show. I, I would like to ask you that because we're pretty real. I mean, maybe you could say there are things that we amplify it, we exaggerate, yeah. whatever. But we're not. We're not doing a character. We're not doing anything for for clickbait. We're not doing anything for outrage. And I feel like the YouTube world is very blurred. Like, it's like, what was the script? What was not? What was staged? What was not? Yeah. How much of your shit is or was, you know, contrived? uh, Okay. When I was vlogging every day... 50% 50% of it was... Hey, bro, that's got to be every, contrived, right? you got to oh, make shit up. You have to, point. bro. You vlog, Life's you not need, that you need interesting. Piece, no, it's not. Yeah. You need a piece of content every day. I'd say I'd, I'd say 33% of it was contrived. Okay, 33%, okay. which actually 
is that's a is, pretty good number. It's, if you ask me. it's low compared to most YouTubers. Like I tried to keep it real. Now I'm trying to keep it way fucking real. Right. Like I try to make all my stuff absolutely authentic and real. And it's just so much better. It's so much healthier for me having to not try to like force content. Oh man, that, Forcing, I mean, it's, it's, it it's, just gets it's, more. We're just straight up bad at it. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> no. you don't need it's to, not even like annoying. Don't do it. Yeah. How, how many podcasts you guys do a week? We do two of this. We do radio five days a week. Oh, we shit. do like a. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we do a lot. So you're right, talking. You're, a lot. you're doing it. Yeah, you need material. But even that is like you know we're usually talking. We're reacting to stories and shit like that. Uh, okay. If it's like like we we did a vlog for a little bit and it was like we're just not we're not jet setting. We're not doing crazy shit. We don't know crazy people. We're not partying. We're not going out. It's tough to like. Yeah. If you have a camera rolling on you for everyday content. I, I mean, maybe now you're, you're, you know, you, you have a lot of resources. You got a yeah. lot of attention. Maybe now it can start rolling in. But in the beginning, you almost have to set things up. You at least, absolutely, right? you have to, you have to fucking light that firework, bro. And right. then when it explodes, and it, and it will. Uh, now I feel like I've I've uh, been given the privilege, like I can kind of chill, I can kind of be myself because, like I've said this before publicly, and it's just like kind of pretentious, but like I'm a cool dude, and I and I'm aware of it, and I know like. I do fun shit. I'm crazy. I can be funny sometimes. And people enjoy watching it. And I'm authentic. Like, I'll be real and tell you what I just told you and not be like, like, I try to stay humble, obviously, but I'm but not going to be like, I See, don't know why people watch me. I'm just, yeah. I'm just like you. No, I'm a fucking weirdo, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, I, I was indeed a normal kid one day, but not really. Right. You, you know, like I'm a fucking nut, dude. Yeah. But I, I, it's weird that you can't. Like, you, you, you had to put that disclaimer out, like, what I'm about to say is kind of pretentious. And it's like, well, not really. It's just being honest. My my honesty might uh, cross to you uh, as such because maybe your own insecurities. Yeah, are well, but it's like, I, I was saying this, uh, I was talking the other day just about, like, if you're a pretty girl, if you were to just be like, yeah, I'm attractive. And I know it because we know what's attractive. So, we know it's so what, refreshing. Yeah. Yes. And we, it's like, like that, we know. We get you know, it. So many people would probably be like, oh, that girl's a bitch for saying that. But it's like, you know she's pretty. You she know, knows she's yeah. pretty. Why can't we just... Stop fronting, bro. Self yeah. self awareness right. is key. key. Like that's key. what I'm saying. So 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 being yourself is is great. But the problem is again back to my question: What if you suck? So I'm saying like you guys. I'm sure if you guys go out uh, to a bar, like you're gonna hit on new girls now. Like you'll probably be able to do that because you're like a confident, funny guy. <laughs> that's not even a dig, bro. You you just, so no, hard. you shouldn't have said that. Because now you I, <laughs> it's not, it wasn't a secret. Have you have you talked about it on, yeah, on the? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, on. yeah. it's on. That's, what is what does she think about when you talk about your? She's not a fan of it. She's not a fan, not right? A fan of it. Oh, I know no, what that's no, like. No, oh, no, I know yeah. it. Oh, I get the I get the, the calls and the DMs every day talking. Did you talk about me on your podcast? I'm like, babe, that wasn't you. <laughs> She's like, you used my name. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it was you. It was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was so wait, are you name. are you in a in a fake relation, fake YouTube relationship? I don't do that shit, bro. <laughs> I yo, I had an that's opportunity. My brother, man. My I had an opportunity. I don't know what's going on there, man. <laughs> I I had an opportunity to do to do the fake relationship. Wait, you get do in a fake relationship? Is that just like we we have a mutual benefit here, or is there an exchange of of monetary funds? Uh, you, there's you got, you got a dowry. There's no exchange, but you can make money together. Like, say you yeah, make yeah, merch yeah. together, okay. you probably yeah. it's probably like 50, 50 split. I hope so. Like, what if my brother's like. Doing eighty twenty with Tana. Oh, Tana, no, Yo, Tana, he, don't he do it. Doing eighty twenty. Damn, he been doing eighty twenty. <laughs> he been doing eighty twenty. He has shit. No, I don't do that, bro. And I and, and I had an opportunity, like a big one, by the way. Like I could have pounced in, in a relationship that would have like that would have. On, lit this it? shit on fire. Who was it? Come on. But what? Who was it? I can't say. Come on. Yeah, nah, can. I can't say. No one listens to this show. Don't worry. No, I can't say. We're not even recording. You're not recording? No, this, oh. is, like, this is all fake. <laughs> well, in that case. 
No, I can't say. <laughs> you can. I could, I guess. <laughs> no, I won't say. Give us a hint. All right. No, I can't. Give me initials. <laughs> give me huh? initials. Initials. Her first and last initials. I would, but I, I actually can't. Give me though. her. Just give me her Instagram. Bro, handle. bro. It's fine. It's just her Instagram handle. No big deal. Oh, man. All right, listen, you have a choice. You either have to give me $100,000 or give me her name. What, which one? <laughs> Fucking pick one, all right? <laughs> this is tough, bro. You know who I You know who I think has major promise here at this office, actually? Who's that? I got the hots for Alex. Oh, yeah. You, you've, been, you've been doing shit with the daddy gang for a little while now. I just bro. love those girls. The caller daddy girls. Yeah, they let it fly, man. They're so great and awesome. How many times have you met them? And great. Uh, twice now. You've met them more than I have. <laughs> You're lying, bro. Yeah, no, they, they, they just made it. six loops around the office they, trying I, to I, find I, this. The first time I've seen them in the office. Yeah. I've never, Shut the fuck I swear up. To God. Yeah. How is that possible? They live on an island, man. Yeah. They just crush it on their own. Like, I'm, I'm not even like saying like it, like it, I, I'm just I've never spoken to them. How often I've, you talk I've, to Dave? I talk to Dave too much. Too much. How much Dave is too much, Dave? He's been gone the whole month. That's what I heard. I heard he takes the whole month of July off. Yeah. That's bold. That's way bold. Yeah. But now the thing is, he's like nitpicking everybody's shit while he's away. He's, like, watching everyone's content and listening and shit. I'm like, just come back. Just fucking come ah, back. Ah, but wait. But he's I heard st- you want to piss on his desk. I, so I did. Oh, Sorry, okay. sorry, Dave. How'd that go? <laughs> I don't know if you're joking right now. Yeah, I would the, not be surprised if you actually... That's I, the beauty okay, of the ball so, world. So, I don't know. Maybe he did. If I, if I knew Dave more, I would have I pulled some some real viral shit. I just don't, like... Like, oh. I, I saw some bats in his room, and I saw a TV. Obviously, like, the first thing that came to mind was, like, let's shatter this motherfucking TV. I think we could do that. But, like, also, also, what's, like, Dave... I'll get him another TV. I'll tell you what, know. you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not my office. It's Dave. But, I hate Dave. But, <laughs> yo, why is everyone just dog on Dave all the time? You, how about... You piss on the desk, and I'll smash the, the TV, and I'll just play the right. thing. Man, why well, you hate everyone? <laughs> What's good? That's how I roll. That's the brand, man. All right, fire, fire. <laughs> nah, but I don't, like, if, I don't have beef with Dave, so he'd probably just be like, What's really good with this kid? Yeah, like, why did you do that? Kid. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything I don't know, funny I feel like enough Dave to would do. I'd be okay with that. As long as, like, put our name in the fucking viral video, it'd be like, oh, uh, cool. You can piss on my desk all you want. <laughs> yeah. I'll roll this clip, and you saying I can do that before I do it. Done. Done. Permission Done. granted. I mean, I am absolutely not kidding. We'll go piss on his desk right now. <laughs> I just got to be with Dave. We've just DM'd on Instagram. I'm like, come on the podcast. He's like, all right. One but everyone knows the rules. <laughs> like he DM'd me that bag. It's so weird. <laughs> no. Just oh, my God. You almost yeah. made my ear. Can you imagine? Like, oh, I'm like, come on the podcast. God. He goes, one but everyone knows the rules. And I'm like, why are you that saying this? Are you still in character? <laughs> how uh, How is the podcast going? You, you podcast. 100 episodes, something like that? 100th episode. We just had it. It's the number one podcast in the world. That's a fact. I couldn't make that up. It's, I think uh, everyone says that about their podcast. I think we have this is, no, but ever, four number one in the world podcasts. Well, I'm, I mean, you no, can't you be don't. Number one. We're number one. So, sorry. I mean, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It is. <laughs> uh, you like it better than vlogging? Uh, I... This, I don't. It's like my 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 kids like asking me to choose my favorite child. Yeah, because you got one, bro. No, but I, I fuck. Yeah, you do. You always do. I love, I love both, dude. I really, I really mean it. Like I love them both equally. Podcasts is nice because I can talk uh, a long form, obviously, and be articulate and and talk about shit and show that I have a bit of wisdom in this. Well, that's a dull brain of mine. <laughs> no, no, but listen, we're talking about some dumb shit right now, but like, let's get intelligent. Okay, okay. let's do it. Are you we storming Area 51? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you something. Are we doing it or if, not, if, boys? If you think that Area 51 is really the important spot, 
you have no no tr- no trust. It's Area Fifty Two. It's Area Fifty Three. What are you out of your mind? Everyone knows Area Fifty One. There's no way. Maybe it once was, and then they were like, "We got to move all the shit" because everyone right. knows Area Fifty One. So right. So maybe we should <laughs> storm Area Fifty Two, and we, you will yeah, find we some need shit. a we need a. Retarget our efforts exactly into into the place Actually, where the aliens really fact, are. Now would be the time to strike while they're all worried about Area Fifty One. Me and you uh, sneak into the whatever. just us. Yes, that's fire. Do you, do you believe in aliens? Oh fuck, come on. I mean, that's like do you know? Do I believe in fucking oxygen? It's like that's just a fact, I mean, scientific fact. Somehow this podcast, we're the number one this, podcast in the world, and aliens exist. Ah, can we change our like whatever whatever category we're in on iTunes? Can we change it to the alien one? Because every time we just somehow talk, talk about aliens. Every time. I mean, they're aliens are. Dope. They're so fire. You watched the Bob Lazar documentary? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I'm sold on that guy. Tell me why. Tell me why. Well, so we had we had a comedian in here, Jim Norton, and he might have like poisoned the well a little bit because he was saying that he didn't buy into a lot of what he was saying. Did he? Did and he then when I watched why? it through that scope, it just it just seems like none of it was ever really like proven. It's a lot like a lot of stories. You know what I mean? I want to believe him so bad. I know. Yes. It just. He said he said a few things that didn't quite add up. Right, and I'm just and then like, you start to be like, mm. never mind, never mind. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. But hear some that? of it makes so much sense. Uh, I hate it. I hate <laughs> that I can't get to the bottom of this. <laughs> he said he said flying saucers fly vertical, like the like, which completely. But why uh, contradicts he... every aerodynamic rule we had. Like, why would a plate fly not like a? Flat horizontal plate. They don't follow our rules, man. They don't follow any say, goddamn man. rules. These aliens are <laughs> reckless why, motherfuckers. Like, they're they're coming down, even... going, "Can you believe these motherfuckers fly horizontally? <laughs> How dumb are they? <laughs> Morons. They haven't even we're figured so out to fly vertical yet. What I don't get is why do we still need documentaries? Like yeah, the, 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 the Air Force has come out and been like, "We yeah, don't know what it is." Here's, here's videos of us chasing UFOs, yeah. and we're like, "I don't know what's talking about." The fucking United States Air Force is like, "Yeah, we got them. Here's a video. Watch." We just want to see. We just want to see. I think just humans know. aren't ready to accept the idea of it. That's why we still pretend to debate it. It's real. The government. No, you know what? I think, uh, they they showed I, I think uh. it would fucking blow up like religion. It would blow up everything if it was like if good. It was a full blown. What about religion, yes. though? Are you religious? Nah, um, I don't know, man. You religious? Not really, no. No. Were you? I, I, you grew up religious? No, no. My, I mean, I was like, you know, I was forced into the Christian camp when I was younger. And then I was, I kind of looked around. I was like. I raised my eyebrows at that. Like, oh, that was really good here. And I went to Camp Cathedral, so. No, and, 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 and by the way, by the way, not to, not to shit on Christianity or like any religion per se, but I I don't know. I'm a, I just, I, I believe in a higher power. I just don't know what's really good. Aliens. I like that. Like, what's really good? What's re- like, God. <laughs> what's really hello. Good? Like, please what? really heed my calls and put me back on Google Preferred. <laughs> <laughs> please, dear God, take me back. I can't believe that, man. Mm. Out of all the shit that has gone on, I really don't think you're controversial. I think it's no, fucking... I was. Bro. I trust I was. I don't think you were. Mm. I don't know. I'm not gonna make you sit here and list them. It, I'm just like un- what? again, Tell again, unintentionally. Yeah. But sometimes but like, the intent again, doesn't around, matter. You look around, like, the rest of the people who are intentionally doing really fucked up things, yeah. and those people aren't catching near as much heat as you are. Well, do you, dude, think, do you think of yourself as, like, the Howard Stern of YouTube? For sure. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, for sure. Especially with this new podcast now. And it's interesting, because I actually just, uh, today, met with his uh, his producer. And uh, I told him, I was like, people are saying we're, like, the young Howard Stern of the internet, and my podcast I'm referring to. And uh, it's interesting, because... Howard Stern is so out there, and he almost—I feel like maybe has a hard time being his fullest self now. Oh, given, given how oh he, he tight is, everyone is, you know, he is a watered down version of himself for because sure. He's made so much money and so successful, and you can't jeopardize that. But for sure. compared to what he was doing and saying, absolutely, like absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I feel like you're pretty good at the podcast. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate I, that. I mean, I, I probably you know having like 
a preconceived notion about you watching the vlogs wouldn't have thought you can for sure that's what, talk, for sure know? that's why that's why it's uh it's so fun it's so fun you to me proving people wrong yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I, I i just i need to get more, get more eyes on it like you know I, I don't know how many uh viewers or listeners you guys get but like the six or so six six that's that's you the, probably bought about three four, i got about six six or seven <laughs> as well uh <laughs> the one, the people in this room, <laughs> like currently, yeah, about six. Uh, but it's harder to get people to listen to long form shit. They just don't care. So we try to we try to uh, sprinkle in bits of wisdom because I'm I'm as, as dumb as I am. I also have a lot of wisdom in these bones. I also I, I, like I'll spit some nuggets coming back around. I feel like I've heard this because you were a Vine guy, right? I mean, yep. that's where. Oh, yep, absolutely. So, like, I think, I think we've almost gotten possible. like. Yep, yep. We went. It went from six seconds. I think people are. Yeah, everything is so cyclical with trends. I think people are kind of coming around again. And be like, all right. Like, I'm speaking straight myself. I'm like, I watch movies now. I watch movies again. Yep. Full movies. You never. You I, never. You de- never watch movies. I did like last five years. I've been doing TV. I just. I didn't have the attention span. For Whoa. Movies. Opposite. I mean, I, exact wrong, opposite. I watched movies, but like yeah. it was. It was. I would much prefer watching a TV show to a movie. Crazy. Now every night. I'm wait. Like, pop a movie on. Wait. But hold up. TV shows. See, for me, if we're talking about time, like you get sucked in and you're binge watching a whole yeah, it was, season. It's and, like a mind trick where it was like I'd rather. I would rather watch. A full season of thirty minute shows then for one real. Hour. Yeah. See the other thing for TV for me is the mo- the moment and I all I do is tell stories and I'm goddamn motherfucking good at it at this point. I've I've been doing it since I was ten. The moment I feel in a in a TV series that the writers have clearly struggled to create some sort of cohesive script and narrative. I'm out because I know they're reaching now. Like, like it, it was once a great project. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So I heard this. I heard this. Wait, I, you didn't watch Thrones? No. I. That doesn't surprise me. That surprise you? Of course it surprises me. He doesn't nah. live on this planet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like like they don't I'm, air Game of Thrones on Planet Paul. Man, no, that's just bro, not even there yet. El- elsewhere, <laughs> dude. Like, you know, I try. I watched Westworld. Yeah. And at the end of this first season, I just I was like, ah, y'all are reaching. Yeah, it gets, it, I mean that's some complicated shit too. That show gets yeah, true, and, and and like Lost too. I, I watched Lost when I was younger, and at the end I was like, <laughs> I mean, what's really good? <laughs> like the same question. Nothing what's was really good. Really by the end, man. good, guys. Everything was really bad by the end, man. Yeah. No, I'm and that's because they have to because they're not it. You're no longer creating because it's like I want to tell a good story. You're like fuck, like the ratings, network needs yeah, yeah, the network needs me to write something down on a paper by next Monday. So do you have any of that, or like, uh, like the, is there anybody who puts pressure on you to make content? Or are you, no, you're no, the only no. one. I'm the only one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you wanted to, like, you could just be like, we're shutting it down for a month or something like that. Facts, yeah. facts. And I've done that, and I've done that before, but which I would have never ever done back in like 2017 daily vlog ever, like. Posting a daily vlog was the only thing thing that mattered. Now, like it's it goes living first, living being human, and then content, Uh, which which again is so much healthier. But I I think I'll get back to a point where we do have quotas per se, and we have to give get our three videos out a week, five videos, seven days. Maybe I'll go back daily. Who's like your your team is Maverick or whatever? Yeah, Team Maverick. So that so you have other Vine stars, other podcasters, other YouTubers on the roster. Nah, nah, not quite. I don't don't have a I don't have a, a. a team per se. And I know I just verbatim just said you. Team Maverick, right. but uh, that's kind of our that's kind of our uh, group of people that live in our house. I'm go- I'm st- I'm starting a team actually really soon. So that's like where, so you haven't like co-signed correct people yet. That's that's next See, steps. That what I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Why? Like, do you think we could have like a team of podcasters that we would be like that? I just feel like I would want to do it myself and say it myself and like 
I don't, I don't want to put my name on something else that somebody else is saying in case they're saying some shit. Do I, I make money with it? But yeah, I was going to say, if you can but, make money, then fuck then it. I'm yeah, but it. Can't, <laughs> don't you think you could breed them to create offshoots of some of the greatest podcast content? Well, but that's the thing. It's almost like the TV show. It's like you got to keep it like like tight-knit where it's like you can't Bro, stray just too get, far. Just get, nah, get just get, get dope-ass talent. Yeah. Like get some... Get awesome talent. It's called the network effect. Like it's a, imagine like a giant polygon, and each point is a person, and it's like a giant you pinball find machine. Dope people, you have to find that's what dope I'm people. Like, you, I don't, you know, it all what starts. You're really saying is you wouldn't start barstool sports. That's what that's what you're saying, man. I I I think. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's a it's a great it's business model. <laughs> Some people here, I would be okay with co-signing. Other people, I'd be like, that's like if yeah. it was directly like like my like name, example. You know? Call her daddy girls. Like, would you want them? Under you know, you? so I I didn't. I never thought they were gonna blow up the way they did. Really? I thought they were gonna be like too much and too far. Really? So I was so I was dead wrong on that. So maybe this is just not the business for me of like picking uh, out the next people. I see. Well, that's but where I, Dave Portnoy comes in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got to give it to him on that one. One pick, everyone knows the rules. <laughs> and that man's got a gold. Let's go point. piss on his desk. Stop, stop. stop. Uh, what is, what's next for you? Man, who knows? So I got the Challenger games coming up. I'm the. I, hey, Why do you keep fi- doing so much hey, film this stuff? You're bro, right. what's good, bro? 6'2", 200 pounds. Yeah. Would you not? Just, All I do is I would grind. Bro, if I looked like that, you, you I would, would do that shit. You, you, that's the point. I wouldn't fuck. I'd be like, I'm going to watch TV. I'm nah. Watch, I'm going to watch a movie where the story falls apart. You could box a little bit too, man. I just watched the highlights. Because like, oh, oh. we have a, our own amateur boxing thing, but it's like haymakers and like. No, I saw. I saw you, someone. They tried to convince me to do a rough and rowdy. I, you would beat the shit I'd, out of No, I'd fuck some dudes up. Bro, I'm a boxer. Like I boxed yeah, for a year apparently. and a half. I've been boxing almost every day. You know what I'm saying? You got the rematch coming up. The got the year, rematch right? coming up. Yep. Keep your eyes out for that. Yo, Stay did tuned. I did I read right? You might do it at Staples. Yeah. You you gonna fucking sell Staples? Easy. Easy. So when I asked how famous you are, and you said ten to fifteen people might fucking notice me. What are you talking I about? I said spit at my feet. Oh right. right, 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 right. Everybody's right, right. noticing. Yeah. Only ten. I thought that was hundred percent. I thought that Venn diagram. Everyone who noticed you spit. No, bro. I'm pretty fucking famous. What do you want from me, bro? Like people know me. Yo, I was looking at your videos. More people like watch your shit than like an NFL game. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Huh? Numbers. But listen, I'm gonna say this, and I'll say it. I'm the fastest YouTuber on this planet. I'm the fastest entertainer on this planet. And I'm putting $100,000 on the line. Chad, I'm quick, bro. Ocho Cinco was the one who responded to this, I mean, right? what's really good with Ocho Cinco? He peaked. He peaked. And I told him that. I tweeted it to his face. Like, He's probably got still got some wheels. No, though. he don't. He don't want the smoke. He, he, he didn't respond to my DM. Like he, he wanted his clout. Look, I'll put 300 k First off, you don't have 300 k to lose. Oh boy. Second off. I feel like Ocho Man, does. No, you're hey, he frail, dog. He frail as fuck. So I'll say this: I'm the quickest entertainer on the planet. The challenger ga- challenger games are happening this Saturday, July 27th, Long Beach, California. Get your tickets at Eventbrite, and we're racing some of the biggest entertainers on the planet. It's a track and field event. It's for charity. If you win, you get to donate money to a charity of your choice. There's a lot of good things happening. A lot of fans gonna, are going to be the hundred meter dash. I'm gonna do the hundred, the four by one, and. The long jump. But, ooh, I just pulled my hamstring, dude. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> Bro! Lay the excuses out. I know how that goes, No, 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 no. Legit. I just pulled my hamstring uh, five days ago guarding Snoop Dogg in a charity basketball game. Oh, so you're washed up. You can't even play a That's celebrity right. hoops without. You're absolutely 70? right. I am Snoop. Yeah, if, Snoop. if Snoop puts you in a body bag, man. Snoop he crossed you up. He, 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 he didn't cross pounds. me up. I was, I was, like, chasing him in Floyd Mayweather, and I fucking just popped some shit. Yes, I'm washed up. You're right, bro. Like, I... I my body's falling apart. Yo, the uh, when you slapped that guy in the face and like knocked him into another dimension, was that real? That thing? was absolutely real. That that was was, none real. of that was staged. None, none of that, that, none of that like was paid, staged. Whatever. He came out. I don't know if you saw this drama, that, but uh, he came out. Uh, I think two and a half weeks later, and he like sat down. He's like, this, "I went down, but I wasn't knocked out." 
Oh, God, that guy was... If I didn't go down, I wouldn't have gotten paid. We're like, hey, bro, like, we didn't pay you to come. We paid for your flights. And then after I knocked him out, I had a conversation with him uh, for about 30 minutes because he was in another dimension. Like, quite literally, like... He didn't know where, how, what. Bro, and it's scarier in real life. When the cameras cut and he's still completely out of it for an hour afterwards, I, I felt so bad for him. I was like, hey, man, like... uh what can I do to make this better? He's like, I don't want you to post that video. I'm like, aside from that, I go, Hey, <laughs> anything but that you, you were supposed to come here to teach me how to slap. He was supposed to be the slap master oh. and he was supposed to teach me how to slap based on how I slapped him. Unfortunately, I knocked him out. So we could, we never got that far. <laughs> and so he's like, you can't post a video unless you pay me. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, so how am I supposed to, how much am I supposed to pay this dude? Maybe if I get slapped, he'll pay me. Bro, it's not worth would, it. No, it's I not would, worth no, it. No, you, would, you would literally take my head off. It's not worth it, bro. Guy, I, was, I, was, I'll take, I'll take free money. I'm not doing yeah, <laughs> What about the dude who showed up at your house and you boxed Also him? real. That's what I'm saying, bro. So this content that seems like crazy outrageous might be might be staged. It's not. No, Absolutely I, I real. I because we get accused of that shit all the time, too. Not not just us, For but sure. Marcel as a whole, where it's like they, they stage. Like, man, the, most of the stuff that happens that's super crazy, yeah. you can't stage. Mo- most, I'd say, I'd say 95% of my content now is real. I can't remember the last... Uh, Stage video I did. I think I'm. I think I might have just done something that was. I had. I had flat earthers fake break into my house. That was. That was a fake one. Um, but you. I mean, you know, if it's crazy outrageous, it's fake. Yeah, it's have fake. You, That's like a general. Have you ever rule. had like a stunt or or a video idea or something like that where you were like too far? Nope, we're not doing that. Uh, that that I my too far radar has been uh, subpar. It's, I wish it took harder. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. I wish, bro. I wish. People come to me, they'll be like, yo, can you read this blog? Like, can I publish this? I'm like, I'm going to say yes. But <laughs> I am not the I right am the ask, worst bro. person to ask. Like, I am the worst uh, litmus test of what's appropriate for now. Uh, I, I, yeah, we need to work on that. I know. <laughs> you got I a lot know. to lose now, bro. You can't, you can't just be. I'm good now, bro. We got a review team and everything now. What's, so I ask you what's next. Like, do you think that you will be able to last until you're like, yeah, you for think you're sure. just gonna make as much as you can, flame out when you're like. 35 no, that, that ain't me. That ain't me. I, I I'm here for a good time and a long time. You know, I <laughs> <laughs> some Drake shit. <laughs> no, Drake said I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'm like, why not both? Fuck that. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do both, man. Like, I got some staying power in this shit, and I'm not here to make money and dip. Do uh, you have? Do you have like aspirations? To go? <laughs> hey, what a funny question. I'm not cutting it off. Do there. you I have, have like aspirations? <laughs> Do you have like the <laughs> to go more mainstream? Or are you like are you good on? YouTube? I used to, I used to. I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen naturally. Like like do you think yes. YouTube will come more mainstream, or do you think you'll go more? It's 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 both. The, it's the both traditionally mainstream. I, I'm I'm gonna take YouTube and my fellow creators, and no, we we will take YouTube and bring it and make it mainstream because like kids nowadays I mean, it definitely think YouTube is, is mainstream. With the, the, uh, generation that's younger. Yeah, than Gen, us, Gen Z absolutely thinks YouTube, YouTube stars are the greatest thing. On, on planet Earth. Like, like put me and, and Leonardo DiCaprio in front of a 10-year-old and see who he wants to take a picture weird, with. weird, right? It's weird as fuck. Yeah. It sounds cocky, but again, it's just but, true. I mean, so no, that that's, was, that is that a fact. That was a wild sentence to hear. That's, it's, it's, that's, that's true. Absolutely. Oh, I don't think, though. I'm not accusing you of lying. Yeah. I'm just saying here. Oh, and it oh, was like, oh, yo. That's right. that. That is a fact. And I, weird as fuck. I can acknowledge Leonardo is a million times more talented and deserving than I. I mean, not deserve. I work goddamn hard. I mean, like talented. I'll say, like the, yeah, the motherfucker slept in a horse. He slept in a fucking horse and ate a walrus heart. <laughs> yeah. he, he earned it too. Yeah, he, he earned it. He, right? he, he definitely earned it. No, but uh, yeah, it's odd, dude. What was the question? Uh, 
Don't remember. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it was. What is, here. What's uh, what's really good with your brother? You cool with him? Dude, who knows, bro? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, there's got to be some weird like. Fucking, I don't know, biblical shit going on there. Some cave biblical shit where you guys like secretly want to kill each other. No? Chasms and fissures in yeah, Nepal. For sure. Relationship, dude. Jake is a Jake's. A, he's just a saint, bro. Are we still alive? <laughs> there was no way you were going to beat me on that. We could have sat here for I 20 knew, minutes I in did. silence. I had to go to dinner, man. <laughs> You're yo, not going to Yo, that's... <laughs> yo, that's <laughs> I can't tell if it's because the pink guy or if that was hilarious. But, oh, man, as soon as I saw you guys were going for it, I was like, I can't. They're going to beat me. <laughs> Literally, you had no shot of winning, Oh, man. man. <laughs> do y'all do those awkward pauses before? I'll let you, you sit them? there until the fucking sun comes up, man. It goes down and comes back up again oh, no shit. but i mean uh you're the older brother right it's true how old is he 22 so it's, it's like you're 24 right yeah so it's not that much yeah you're no. the same age no 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 he's uh he's thriving dude in his own way we're very we're, di- we're very different so we're the exact opposite we're also the I, I had same. very brief i i didn't he came to our old office oh he did dave yeah oh shit popped in for a minute um and he was very like he would be like talking business, and then he would like turn to the camera and like do some vlog shit. Yes, and it was yes. very like on and off, like yep. bow, bow. Yep, he's both. And I feel like you are more like one speed. Now I am. Yeah. I, I, Were you used yo, to be if, like that? If, I mean, yeah. If you met me when I was daily vlogging, I, I could give you an example. I'd be like, yo, we're here at the Barstool Sports Office in front of podcast. These guys are fucking sick. And then I'd come out and be like, right. yo, like. So that, yeah, about your, that's yeah. what I saw from your brother. So yeah. he used to be so that way now. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys so I'm wise. I've got wisdom. I like talking about intellectual things. <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to Storm Area 51? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm such an asshole. You know what? I, I think your problem, you've seen the Karate Kid. Are you too old? Too I look too much that? like the You look yeah, like the bad guy from the Karate Kid. Yeah, you you got, look like a villain. But wait till I put on a bandana. like a Billy Zabka fucked you. I know, Like, if you didn't look like that, people would probably think you're a nice guy. I look like every villain, dude. Yeah, you got a villain like Every bully in the movies, that's me. Yeah. I I always pick the toehead to be the villain. (laughs) Listen, make me a promise. Don't go doing some, like, stupid Netflix movie where you're, like, the nice guy because you don't want to be the bully or some shit like that. No, fuck that. Okay. Like, you know, people do that. They're like, everybody thinks of me as the bully, so I wanted to show another side of me. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Be the bully. You should do a movie called Bully. (laughs) Bully kids. (laughs) Lean into it. I want to be the, yo, what, what just transpired? If I said like so, something the wrong way, could have been clipped and turned into Logan Paul supports bullying. Definitely, like, well, that's what we're going to do. Chop this all up for you. you yeah, can't do. Pro yeah, I support bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Bullying's awesome. Though. I mean, not like not 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 in an extreme sense, but like. Yeah, if a kid's being weird in class, tell me. Bro, weird, I was man. bullied. I was literally the smallest kid hey, in my grade. Look at you now. So, so, right? Well, because I was bullied. Like, freshman beatdown, when you're in eighth grade, they go, the freshman beatdown doesn't exist. You have nothing to worry about. And then they whoop your ass. How, uh, how- Jacob Coots. <laughs> he beat my ass with a belt. <laughs> Fucking Coots. Belt you off? should fight that guy. He's Fucking huge, bro. Yeah. They called him the man, the monster, the man child in high school. How did you? So you were small and you had like a growth spurt or some shit? Or yeah, what? I did. They called me shrimp and then I had a growth spurt and I was like, fuck, I'm kind of big now. First I was tall and skinny and then I got muscles. And now, like, I'm too big, dude. Like, like from the side, I look like a fat guy. Like, my arms, I look like a fat guy. <laughs> You're but, a wild dude, Logan thanks, Paul. Thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. You guys are fun. This was great. Thanks, man. Let's go. Uh, we're going to do a YouTube video real quick. Oh, you smashed Riley Reed, by the way? Right oh, yeah, you, you definitely fuck Riley Reed, right? Me? Yeah. 
That's a yes. I, no, I'm not going to answer this question with a yes or no. <laughs> I, I'll answer, then you just did. No, no, no. I'll, <laughs> no, no, I'll answer it with an analogy. Sit back down. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> yeah. You ever gone to the grocery store? Uh yeah yeah I've been I've been I there once twice that for a second. you have been a long time okay you've been oh you fucked her in a grocery store oh okay <laughs> hold, on, hold on hold on why why did you grow why did you go to the grocery store uh probably some candy probably probably, probably buy stuff right <laughs> yeah some sort some sort of like amenity or like food or something yeah uh, Justin's peanut butter cups is usually what oh fu- by the way fucking <laughs> awesome and fire we <laughs> eat them all you, the time like Reese's are better than Justin's you're, the you're out of your mind they're the great place. all right listen would you ever leave a grocery store empty handed. No, you wouldn't. Right? Unless they didn't have Justin's. Yeah. But. Okay, so there you go. My, my man. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dumb. All right, boys. Uh, so I'm totally okay with Logan Paul, but that's also because I think I would probably be regarded as a, a bit of an internet asshole, and I don't really see all the drama. I don't have any problem. We didn't really get into it. If you're unfamiliar, uh, he went to the suicide forest in Japan. Which is just a fucking place that exists. There's a place in Japan where everybody goes to kill themselves. And he made a vlog from there. Now, I understand. I think he was kind of laughing. And I think some of it was a little bit distasteful. But I don't know. It's not like he fucking made anybody kill themselves yeah. or anything. He went to a place that exists. It is a thing. He documented it. It is a tourist destination. It is a, definitely a tourist destination. If, if, I watched other specials on it. He's not the only one to go in there with cameras. You know, maybe he wasn't showing the proper amount of, like, reverence. I don't like that, care but, if someone I don't know dies. I don't know if that's a controversial take. I certainly don't care if, if I don't if I don't know you and you die. I don't really give a I shit. I definitely don't care if I random like, people are killing like themselves. That's that's up to them, man. Hey, look, I, I'll, I'll give you some empathy. I'm like, oh, that sucks. I am, bro. When it's when it's a, when it's a murder or something, sure. Someone when died it's right tragic, now. Someone but just it's, died. Someone just died. Definitely. Someone just death. Died. Death. Someone just death. died. Every second. Every second. Every okay. second. I don't care. So <laughs> I I think what happened was I think that this is a dude. I do think he looks like the bad guy from Karate Kid. I do think that's a problem. I think he has a villain look to him. I think he's successful. I think he's charismatic. I think he's tall. He's jacked. In the grand scheme of things, good looking, right? I think people wanted that guy to fail, and they felt like, this is our thing. This is our shot. We've got him now. Let's cancel this guy. I, I, yeah. That's how cancel I mean, culture works. Usually, I, I, now, in this day and age, a lot of times there is cancelable offenses. Yeah. And that's what, that's what blows my mind about him. Is like In this age where people are doing like really fucked up stuff, actually harming people, assault, sexual indecency, all that stuff. Like He did something you know, a little distasteful on a vlog. Uh, that's what we're going to get all upset about? Yeah. I, I, I didn't really have many preconceived notions about him. I wasn't... Uh, I, I really didn't. I, I didn't know much about him. I think I said as much in the interview. I don't, I don't really... You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't live on YouTube. I don't, I don't know too much about you. I've, We're a little bit the outside the, the demo. I know the name for sure. Yeah. And I, I guess because of the name, I definitely had it. But I had a negative association with it. Yes. Like you, but you, you remember, remember you like, wrote the first vlog about Viners when mm-hmm. they were making like a million dollars a month. And what was your first reaction? Like, fuck was these fuck guys. Him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's, there's definitely this vibe of, wait a minute. I, 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 I actually probably wrote a vlog. second videos and say, fuck you. You know, they make a ton of money for it. So I get it. The first vibe is like, you're a douchebag. The second wave is probably one of jealousy. Third wave is like, you know, I want, I wish, why not me? I work harder, all that shit. And so you hate. And yeah. I think there's something super refreshing. And I, 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 I likened it to, I think I was talking about this on CCK. Like, if you're hot, you should be able to say you're hot. If you're funny, you should be able to say you're funny. If you're compelling, you should be able to say you're compelling. And that shouldn't come across as like arrogance or hubris if it's a fact. Yeah. And it's like and, Kanye West. Yeah. I mean, and when, when, you can, when you can back <laughs> it up. By the way, I heard Yandi this weekend. It's very good. You did? Yeah. How'd you hear that? Don't you worry about it. 
I just got, I mean, I just got a leak. I mean, how, yeah. how, do you, how do you hear anything? I, I got a leak. <laughs> um, it's very good. I was going to send it to you, but you don't like them. So I've sent yeah, it to... I, I definitely won't like it. I think I sent it to Trent and Keith. Keith liked it very much. Um, it's, uh, I haven't I heard Trent's I'm, opinion. Uh, nothing is breaking me out of my Ed Sheeran tra- trance right now. So <laughs> you can send me anything you fucking want. There's no way I'm listening to anything but my boy Eddie. So I, I'm, I'm... I would imagine... Team Maverick. If you listen to that interview with an open mind and you didn't already like dislike him or have an axe to grind, you were like, yeah, uh, you know, maybe maybe comes across as like a little bit. I think it's confident, but I could see you thinking he's arrogant. I could see you thinking he's maybe like a little bit, you know, uh, abrasive, maybe whatever. Stupid words like I that. But none of it's abrasive. like none of it should be like that guy. That kid's a bad person. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, well, when he's I, young like... and rich. He's young and fucking rich. That's the problem. <laughs> That's honestly the problem. If that guy's not rich, nobody cares. I think it's one of those things where people get the name and then it's just like, yeah, fuck them. And, but again, I, I went into it pretty open. I, I was surprised that there were like, you know, people in the office who didn't want to interview him or whatnot. I was like, oh, did, did we miss something? That, like he did something horrible and no. missed no, nothing. Just a, just a guy who made a flat earth documentary or something like that, a joking documentary, mockumentary. Like, Yo, and, look around, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're just as bad, <laughs> if not fucking worse. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm not going to turn down interviews because people don't turn down interviews with me. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. if you're taking an interview with us, you probably owe it to take an interview with other people. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. thousand percent. I, I honestly do think that, you know, I could for sure see somebody turning me down yeah. and being like, you know, uh, no, you know, you heard what that guy did. So I'm, I, it would be hypocritical of me to turn around and like not at least hear somebody out or whatever. The, the, I mean, it was, it was totally. I, I went out, I, I heard from certain people, it's always oh, the worst, and I went in, and I, I liked him all. I liked the guy. I, I liked, I, yeah, I, I liked <laughs> I Logan he's Paul. Fucking, I, I think he's he really cool. cool. Uh, he was funny. I thought he was I want to hang out in his house and shit. Honest. Like, I, I was even surprised when I was like, so when was your problematic stuff? We see the controversial things. He's like, ah, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. I was like, yeah. oh, like that recent. Yeah, no, he's like, very like aware He could have been like, oh, I was a different person. Now, but even that, team. you know, what's funny is like, it's not like he's turning around and, and like, you know, curing cancer, or like he's, you know helping the poor kids of Africa. He's still doing, like, idiotic internet content. Yeah. <laughs> which is fine. But, you know, he was like, oh, I've, like, changed. So I'm like, oh, you're just more careful about who you piss off. That's really all it is. Yeah, I think, which well, that's fine. what he said. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't trying to, I don't think he was trying to pretend he did anything else. He just said, yeah, well, there was, I would do controversial stuff and I kind of, don't do that anymore. Don't do that. I love how the answer was just like he, he put a team in place to make some yes. decisions for yes, him. Like, I, I mean, love that he was self aware to be saying. like, my radar for where the line is is not great right now. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I mean, we, we had a moment there where we were talking self awareness. I was like, yes, 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 queen. All right, so that's the first half of our controversy. Second half with Kathy Griffin, we will get to uh, on the back end. We'll get into our voicemails in a little bit, but, but first, we've got to cancel. I, I have a big cancel. John has a huge cancel. I actually have, like, I, I feel like almost everything I want to talk about in, in this it could be uh, coming in the, in the cancel realm as well. Oh, yeah. Um, or, or, yeah. I'm get, there's a lot to cancel. There's a lot to cancel. I'm canceling, I'm can, I'm canceling summer. The it, whole fucking se- and, and, the whole and season. And it, it's not just because it was so hot. Because I didn't go outside, so I didn't really give a fuck. Uh, it it was oppressively hot. But, it was dangerously hot. It was go check in, on in your fact, nana because you know she might be dead hot. I'm actually changing the cancel from summer. Summer can keep existing. People who are dumb enough to say that summer is their favorite season, Ugh. you're canceled. Ugh. If summer is they your favorite season, immediately you're, regret it. You're such a fucking idiot. Yeah. How, like, how are you so goddamn stupid? That this is your favorite season. 
This is what you enjoy. This is what when, when it's fucking spring and it's nice out, maybe rains a little bit. When it's fall and you're getting your fucking fits off, you're like, I can't wait until it's a thousand degrees so I can go to the beach four times this summer. I'll say this. Fuck that. I'll say this. I had the most fun in my life during the summer. But it's not because it was summer. If everyone just agreed to buy, to fucking rent houses and shit like that in the fall and like go to places and we all party there, I would have just as much. Fun I don't in the know fall. if I've ever liked summer. I've never? done it. I don't know if I've ever had. I've been. I think most of the time I'm like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. My favorite times of life was renting houses with my friends, which just happened to coincide with summer. But the whole time I was like, ah, it's uh, hot uh, and it's sandy. And, uh, I enjoy uh, ski houses more for sure. Yeah, but that's usually just a weekend. Yeah, but you, you can know, get it's it not for... like you can get it for the whole winter if you wanted. But I feel like people like they do the whole summer and you party the whole summer. You have fun the whole summer. Everybody at work. The good the good part about winter uh, summer is like everyone shuts down at work. It's just like an agreed upon season. You're going to go on vacation. You can summer Fridays are a thing. A lot of places. There's just a culture of laziness that goes along with the summer that I can get behind. That's fine. But the, the, the rest actual of the summer, su- the season itself is a it's, catastrophe. It's terrible. It's you're such a fucking. Oh God, this was. Stupid. I mean, this I can't weekend. believe people live in places where it's just warm all the time. Ugh. It's awful. I, you know what? I don't even like being tan anymore. I was gonna go like hang out like on the Esplanade this weekend. The color. only reason I'm tan like, is because like, I'm, I'm I'm out there. If you lay out anymore to like just sit there and soak in sun because you want to be tan, you're sick. Of the I think we're coming around to the you know the the powder in your face and you stay white. Bitch, I haven't been outside all weekend. Yo, you know what I, I haven't been outside all week. You know what they do in Australia? What? They put like zinc on their face, but it doesn't rub in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they so they make it like tan color. So it's not like you have a big white nose. They make it like skin color. Oh, I like the white. Yeah, <laughs> just go fucking full I ghost li- face with it. I like the white. White yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, I like a zinc nose. <laughs> but you're, they got to do like their whole body. I couldn't have it. a zinc nose. I'd look like a goddamn pelican. Oh, it would be huge. It would be so y- It would look like a boat sail. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That was necessary. <laughs> well, you know what wasn't necessary was bringing out my goddamn divorce during gonna, the Logan Paul interview. I was going to talk to you privately about that. That's tip for tat. I didn't realize, like, I, I saw in your face, I was like, oh, I don't know if you like that. I thought we were just showing why I we were I don't care. But then Logan Paul was like, let's run with this. Yeah, I, I felt really bad after All right, the we'll talk about your suicide force, bro. It's fine. <laughs> it was, I, I, I noticed a little bit there. I was like, I should. I, I, thought, like, I thought it was just a one-time thing. It was, I'm not going to do that ever again. I felt really bad about that. <laughs> but it's good when you, when you have. I, I was going to bring it up before the show. And then I was like, ah, maybe like maybe because I thought you were mad. No, and I was like, I was like, you know, I'll talk to him afterwards. Um, but I didn't know if you were actually mad if we brought up before the show would ruin the show, (laughs) like ruin the chemistry. So I was like, I'll talk to him after the show. I felt really bad about that, and I I was like, I was getting my lunch today, and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) No, I'm actually in a sick way. I'm happy that it allowed me to bring up the suicide forest thing because I don't like doing interviews where I can't talk about certain things. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bring up all the right, suicide forest. Anytime, we'll anytime, anytime someone has a, like a do not touch, like, jump on me first. They'll make fun Kevin's of me. Getting divorced. Then we can turn our keys. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, it's one of those things to be totally honest. Like we've talked about it and joked about it. So like, I was like, yeah, it's on the podcast. We're doing the podcast. And then I just I, I hadn't really put together that it was like kind of a stranger. It it's going to be a new thing for someone else. They're like, I, oh shit! Yeah, I very much. We're very much used to it. I, I really regretted bringing it up. No, it's to, to be totally honest. It was. Okay, I, I was literally putting me like, hey, Kev, you got a minute? <laughs> oh man, I almost fuck. I wish that happened because I would have been like, you fucking. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> I wish we had a camera rolling or something. <laughs> hey man, can we talk? Can we talk for a second? I, like, I, I oh, felt really bad coming out. I, I felt really bad. It was speaking of coming out. Some dude yesterday was like, 
We were talking about the hair thing because uh, one of the queer eye guys, uh-huh. he says he doesn't shave yeah, his hair every seven yeah, ten yeah, days. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, and he has crazy hair like, too. I thought I thought you were like closeted. Now this is official. So that that uh, thank God or shout out to the gays because now being dirty is gay. They got it all. Uh, now you don't everything. even wash your They've hair. They've taken everything. What like, a fucking oh, poof. You know, you know, it used to be like, what do you use? Lavender body right. wash? Like, now oh, don't wash it all. Like, you just let dirt sit on your head. What are you, a queer? <laughs> <laughs> you like sucking dick too? <laughs> That's unbelievable. Fuck that kid. He had, I, I remember what you looked like, you little fucking bitch. He had a fucking flat brim hat, like one of the old shitty ones too, not even like a real flat brim hat, like one of the douchebag ones with fucking like Bieber bangs, like oh, the uh, Bieber no. side underneath the hat. Like swipe it oh, across. No. You fucking loser. I know what you look like, you <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. All right, so we're going to cancel Summer, and we'll cancel that guy. Cancel that guy. I'm canceling for the 500th time. I want to drive this home. Let me just say okay, one, let me say one more you time. Right if ahead. you like Summer, I'm staring at the camera for those listening. If you like Summer. Barstoolgold.com slash KFC. Fuck you. Fuck you if you like Summer. You're a fucking idiot. Fall, it, my, my favorite seasons go in order. They start in the fall, though. Fall, oh, winter, winter, spring, spring. summer. Dead summer, last for you, huh? Summer is dead last. It's not even wow. close. I was thinking about it today walking to work. I was like, it's not even close. This is my least favorite when time it's, of year. When it's like bitter, bitter, cold, snowing, sleeting, Love slush that. puddles, you like that better than oppressive heat? Yeah. I, I, I happily walk to work in the winter. Mm. I, I, I mean, miserably well, do it. Sometimes I don't happily do anything, you know? I do everything happily now. Oh, even, that's right. Even, even, oh, even now, it's, despite it's, my yeah. mood. By the way, I woke up at 4.45 this morning. John <laughs> has officially... Passed his depression to me. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened this weekend. It was bad. Kevin slept till eleven. I slept till eleven a.m. <laughs> now I kind of made myself feel better because it was it was coming on the heels of like fifty straight hours with the kids by myself. It was like it was like forty eight to fifty six hour binge with them, and so I'm allowed to be tired. But sleeping till eleven, I rolled over being like, uh, I feel like it's a little bit late. Like I'm getting a late start today. I think it was like nine. It was eleven fifteen. It's funny. I was like, whoa, Kevin, Kevin, like learning it on the fly. Where he texted me, he said, this is pretty great. The day's almost over. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, this is why the sands do it. I get it. Less day to live. You sleep through life. It's amazing. <laughs> it's I not a big when, deal. I, when I was a freshman in college, I used to sleep like 18 hours a day. <laughs> I would sleep from midnight. I would be awake from midnight to 6 a.m. I mean, for like a full year That is full-blown clinical depression. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm definitely I wasn't seeing, going to class. <laughs> I, I'm seeing the light. I, I, I kind of get it. If you wake up at you know lunchtime, you skip a whole meal, you skip a whole section of the day. It's it's a lot easier to get through the day. Yeah, yeah. But I but I, I I definitely think that it's your depression. I've caught it <laughs> because the the universe does need balance. It's it's Thanos style. It's perfectly balanced as all things must be. You got happy and you're waking up at four. I'm getting I did, depressed. I, I, I woke up at four forty five this morning. I did go back to sleep. You better. You fucking but, better. But I woke up. I ate breakfast. And went back to sleep. And went back that. to sleep after that. Yeah. What a weirdo. Yeah. You're going to be very bad at this well-adjusted life. You're going to do weird <laughs> shit like that. The fuck out of here. I said it's like that movie Fallen with Denzel, where they, the, the demon just jumps from person to person. The, the depression demon just jumped from John right into me. I was the closest one to him. I'll take this guy. Were you not already depressed? Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He, you're like you weren't joyous for him. Did you no, get, like just doubled that, up? That was the thing. I in the last podcast, I was explaining. I'm like, you know, I still am just like I get up, I go to work, I'm functioning, I laugh, I joke, I see my friends. I'm not depressed. And then I was like, well, I just slept away like half the day. So I think I'm I think I'm officially. I, I like I how you, I think I'm showing the symptoms now. I like how you count 11 a.m. as half the day. 11 a.m. was a good time to get up. Yeah. Fucking like, okay, hey, good job, John. <laughs> like, it was like if I if I hit 2 p.m. That's when I was like, Oof. all right, I got half the day out. That would. <laughs> If I hit 2 p.m., I'm like going like to a, an insane asylum. 
Like, put me in a straight jacket. <laughs> it's coming. If, if told you me sleep till 2 p.m., I'd go back to bed and skip that day. I'd be like, ah, we've got to punt it's that over. whole day. Yeah, I'd go right back to See bed. Be like, I'll, I'll get up. At, then, you know what it would? I'd be like, let's get back on track. I'll wake up at like 4 if I go to bed right now. I'll wake up with Happy John in the morning, you know? Because it's only because I've slept 36 <laughs> hours straight. <laughs> I'm uh, canceling for the thousandth time uh, XXX Tentacion fans and this new wrinkle of any of them who are coming at this comedian Dina Hashem for her joke because uh, you're the fucking worst. You're worse than XXX Tentacion if you're defending this fucking guy. I can't. I used to kind of like hedge it a little bit. Like in my blog originally, I was like, I understand it was a senseless act of violence and this kid shouldn't have been murdered. And that doesn't mean that, you know, just because someone's bad doesn't mean you can go kill him. And I still agree with all those things. I'm just not saying them anymore. I'm just saying fuck XXX Tentacion <laughs> and all of his fans. Just fuck them. It's it's ridiculous when you lay out the shit that he did. He's horrendous, and this girl using his murder to to joke and fuck that. Can we, the, the, so the story goes: this girl, I guess, can we drop it in here? Here's the fucking joke. Is anyone still mourning XXX Tentacion? <laughs> he's a he's a rapper who uh, was murdered. He's dead now. Um, he was, he was shot. He was on his way to buy a car with $50,000 in cash, and somebody shot him and took the money, which is very tragic. But I think also it would be a very good Venmo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought when I heard that. Like, I don't have Venmo. I should get Venmo. And... Another comedian was the one who called her out. It was like, oh, rappers getting murdered is funny now. Yeah. Have, did you, have you ever heard the Chris Rock I bit? Really I mean, Chris Rock has a legendary bit about Biggie and Tupac. Nobody was complaining about that. I didn't see the problem there. Nobody's canceling Chris Rock. No one's calling that offensive, you fucking baby. I honestly, if I was a stand-up comedian and like that, this was my new reputation, I would quit. If I was known as the guy, and if I mean, I, I'm a little more into this. I'm sure other people are going to forget about it. But like, if I ever hear the name James Davis, I'm going to be like, oh, that's the crybaby who couldn't handle that one joke. And you're supposed to be a comedian. You're supposed to be up it's, on stage having your own, like, your own tough guy act, your own thick skin and big balls and making, like, ballsy jokes. Fuck that, dude. It's, it's something, like, I think we deal with a lot. Because it is whenever we make fun. I, I will make fun of anything. I don't anything. care. Did I, you see Seinfeld? Yeah, we talked about this. I, I just, Seinfeld and Eddie Murray on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Like, we find the humor in absolutely everything. I don't even like giving myself that level of credit where it's just like, I find the humor. I just think it's funny. Yes. Well, I, no, just, I, 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 feel like, I feel like when you say I find the humor in something, Seinfeld can say that. Yes, I can't say Because he can literally pick apart the nuances of the details and be like, there's actually a punchline in here. And right. that's, and that's what this girl Dina was doing. And like, not to put her on Seinfeld's level. Seinfeld can do it better than anybody. But you know, she looked at that and was like, what's funny about this guy? Oh, why did you have the money on him? Oh, if you had Venmo, he could have avoided that. Like, that's what you do in comedy. You try to take something that's fucked up. You try to, like, come up with a, an angle that no one else is thinking of, and you make the person go, oh, shit, I didn't even think of that. Ha, 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 and you laugh. First, I mean, Seinfeld and, and Eddie Murray, Murphy and them probably sit around being like, let me try. I think it's a challenge for them. It's like, this is something that's, like, horrendous. I bet you I can find the funny in it. And it's like a game. It's like a challenge, like a sport for them. But, like, regardless of if you're that funny or not, it's just what comedy is. It's like when somebody stands up and has a microphone like they're trying to make a joke right that's not, I mean. it's not it's like when like they get they're... on stage it's like my task here is to try to make you laugh no matter what and it's like that doesn't it's not like that doesn't mean i'm not 
that I'm co-signing murder. It doesn't mean that I'm racist. It doesn't mean that I'm sexist. It's a game for me to try to take something and make you go, oh, my God, I didn't even see that joke coming. So it's like a – what, what, I, what I don't like is the people defending her. Who, and I, I, I think it's even silly that she needs defense. But the people that when you're defending her and you're trying to be like, it's not even a joke about the murder. It's a joke about Venmo. I think that's stupid. Be like, it's a funny joke. But who the, cares? Right. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's like you take a it's not a, a joke part about of it. It's a joke about Exynosia getting killed. It's that that is. I think it's a joke. About, I think the, it's a joke about a rapper paying fifty thousand dollars cash for a car. That's the the getting shot with fifty thousand dollars is like the main premise of the joke. It doesn't right, work without but, that. So like it's I, I just like like it's a joke. We made we made we made we laughed at this. We laughed at this. Said I don't think everything needs to be separated. Like, well, actually, it's a joke about Venmo. It's not. It's a, it's a joke about fucking. But I think her her intent matters, and her intent was not to be like fuck this kid who like like I, I love when rappers get murdered because like blah 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 blah. That no, that would was, be more like, like I am mocking your death. Him, huh? Yeah, that I think is totally warranted though. Right. So <laughs> so I think yeah. it's all warranted. I think yeah. it's all fine. I just think like. If but you're the, defender, but the way like, he reacted, the way, the, the way he was like, oh, so like a young black male being murdered is funny now. It's like, no, what's funny is that he was he had $50,000 in cash and like and and, you know, was being like ridiculous and gaudy. And like that is what led to the circumstances for this joke. The punchline wasn't like, ha ha ha, young black man got murdered. I, I think it's uh, I, just calling him a young black man isn't fair. Oh, that, that's so it's so like, racially charged. It's such a loaded description. It's like. Uh, no, a young black man getting murdered isn't a dude who used to fucking yes. rape and beat his wife. Like, you can kinda, describe, you can describe, funny, like uh, you know, a, a fucking uh, white guy with a silly mustache. Like that's fucking Hitler. You know what <laughs> I mean? You, you can just boil anybody down into a, a description that doesn't make them sound bad or makes them sound above comedy. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody's above comedy. I don't. I literally don't think anything is above comedy. I think you can take the most fucked up subject, but you have to make it the funniest fucking joke you've ever made. And as as the you know, the level of controversy of material comes down, so does the bar for how funny you need to be. I don't think the bar was needed was all that high for XXX Tentacion. I think I, agree. A, I think a quick little Venmo uh, <laughs> Yeah, you could have Venmoed instead of having cash. Yeah, I mean, that's it, appropriate for the type of life he lived. It's Done. a it's a funny joke. Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't I, like, I, oh, like yeah. but it was just like, oh yeah, that's fine. Now her it's, joke it, her other joke during the roast battle, that was the most fucked up joke I've ever heard. It was strong. <laughs> to say I thought it was like a joke. I Googled it real quick when she was like, So Dave's mom died in a motorcycle accident. I was like, Did she? His mom doing riding motorcycles. That's what I was thinking, right? Kind of fucked up. But shout out to Dave Kinney, who he's really getting fucking. Boy, that sucks. Like that happened, what? I don't know, two years ago, let's say. And he was like, He probably just got over that. He probably (laughs) just got over getting fucking roasted on stage by this girl talking about his dead mom. And now he's just right back into the cycle. Like everybody back on it. But what did he do? I don't know, he tried to he tried to like throw throw another jab back and rolled with it because he's a fucking real stand up comedian. I feel like what, what, I, didn't, I didn't see what he said afterwards, but I feel like anything after that is like the fencing response. Oh, like, you're not even throwing bad. jabs back. It's just like you're laying down, knocked out with your arms up. So he goes, he was like, "You're you know what actually sucks? I'll tell you what happened. Uh, I guess Dina. I, I don't know this, but it sounds like Dina's dad left her, left the family, and he goes, "Your dad abandoned you." You put more you put more effort into that joke than your dad did your, his whole life raising you, Pretty and I, I, but I think that was like 
he had the dad abandoned joke and didn't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when she went there, he was probably like, fuck, I should have gone there, you know? <laughs> but then by that point, it was too late. The MC comes on stage, and he's like, it's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> like, no more. So you can tell he probably was like, oh, I should have played that card first, you know? I don't think uh, it matters. I, I no, think it, her he joke played, is superior, yeah, but he like... that one first. But that, after yeah. the fact, it was, it was like grasping. It was like, yeah. it was over, over by then. He should have just dropped the mic. But shout out to him, because that's how a real comedian would handle it, not like the fucking James Davis guy crying about it. So XXXTentacion, James Davis, anybody who supports that, anybody who cries about. And then, the, I mean, the overwhelming irony in both scenarios of a comedian crying about a joke, like, you should not be in this business, and fans crying about someone being insensitive and then issuing death threats. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work that way. You hypocritical fucking crybabies, you're all canceled. Voicemails are brought to you by MVMT, Movement Watches. If you are a fan of summer... If you're not canceling it like John, you can get yourself some sunnies. Get yourself you get some sh- I'm also canceling people who only wear sunglasses in the summer. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> it's literally only yeah, one I'm person. Yeah, I'm thinking of one person right now. <laughs> Is ins- there anybody else out there who can feel me on this? It's insane. Only sunglasses during the Wait, summer. It's sunny on other days? Other seasons? Nah. Nah. In the winter, it reflects off the snow. Nah. It's way, it's so crazy to just wear sunglasses <laughs> in the summer. But if, you know, it is summertime and you want to get those shades out, MVMT is the best place to go to. Uh, they have the classic round frames, the uh, the square frames, the, the they got all the, all the shapes, all the shapes yeah. of frames. <laughs> you can all the lenses. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they got round, they got circles, they got squares. Okay, well, here, skinny. They got the skinny frames. Skinny they got frame. round, they got the classic round, they also got the skinny frames. They've got, like, the, the hot shit is, like, the translucent, translucent. Come on. Translucent. There he is. Uh, they got all sorts of different styles, colors. They all match the watches, which is what made them famous and put them on the map to begin with. So you can match your watch to your shades, all at an affordable price. Sunglasses start at 60 bucks. Watches start at 95 uh, And uh, over 2.5 million products. That number just keeps growing. It used to be like over like 100,000 sold when we started. 2.5 million. So go to MVMT.com slash KFC. Get 15% off with free shipping and free returns. MVMT.com. Slash KFC for 15% off. Before voicemails, Kevin saying numbers made me think of this. Did you see this? Kevin knows because I told it to him already. Did you see the stat today? This is not a correct stat. This is not a correct stat. He said if you started making $2,000 per hour and you saved every red cent of it and you started making that when the fucking Bill of Rights was written in 1791... If you saved it, every cent, making $2,000 an hour since 1791, you still wouldn't be a billionaire. That's just not true. No way. Look, look, $2,000 per hour times 24 hours, right? That would well, be... I mean, like, I'm assuming it's going nine to five, like a work. Okay, day. so even fine. So we'll do 2,000 <laughs> times, we'll do, what do you want to do? Eight hours? You want to do for eight hours? Maybe, yeah. maybe that is the difference, though. So 2,000 times eight is going to give you uh, $16,000 per day, right? Times five, regular 16. work week. Oh, okay. So that's where it's coming in. Because I was doing like 24 and 7. And, and then it's like you, you get there real fucking quick. Right. So 16,000 times what? I said five? Yeah. Five days a week? Mm-hmm. And then do that times 52? Yeah. That's 80,000 times 52. <laughs> that would be f- Four million one hundred and sixty thousand. That's all you make. You only make four million dollars a year if you make two thousand dollars an hour. Wow. But yeah, 
Yeah, because for if you only make four million dollars a year, it's, you're not going to be a billionaire. No, yeah, it's like, going to take, take a long, time. long time. That's why. That's that's so insane. So, I think it's in 2031 you'd reach, you'd make a billion dollars. You'd become a billionaire. You started in the bill of that's rights 2031. Two grand an hour since 17 the 1700s. You're still not a billionaire. That's, and then you think of like Bezos, who's like a 120 billionaire. You know what I mean? He's done this shit over and over and over and over and over again. That's that's the, that that might be one of the craziest stats I've ever heard. Was, is that a Ravel stat? He's probably so mad he didn't get that. Um, no, it was Barstool Save Metrics. We should just, we I don't should know just where keep it came making from, these but. up, by the way, though. You can just, like, change the dollar amount and extend the years. We could just do a new one of these and go viral every day. <laughs> Did you know if you only made $1,000 an hour, it would take this much longer since the Magna Carta was signed? We could do this all fucking day. It's so hard to become rich. It's the hardest thing in the world. Except if you're like Logan Paul, and then it's just like, I'm making you do videos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> All right, voicemails, and then we'll do Kathy Griffin. What do we got? Yo, first time, long time. Here's a hypothetical for you boys. So, especially since you guys have been getting all these crazy new people to talk to and everything, of all of your guests, who would you choose to switch lives with, with for one year? But they also switch lives with you. And you both live out your lives as well as you can, and then you switch back. Mm. So, in a way, you could, let's say, hypothetically take over Action Bronson, since he wanted to throw you through a wall, and make his life miserable. And then you switch back. But he could also do the same thing. Or you could live your life. Either way, let me know. So, this is very so I, I I'm not vindictive it, enough to want I was gonna to say, be someone. It, it, who, it's it's whether or not you want to become someone to ruin them, or if you want to become someone to like live the high life and then you know. Well, I guess only living the high life for a year sucks. Or if you think that they could live your life better, Poorly. and then that's you like, like I was jump oh, back in it. It's probably I, yeah, a recency yeah. bias, but my first thing was Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, great. I talked to him an hour ago, so he's but, probably but, that, but that makes a yeah. lot of sense because it's like. You know that he can do a podcast pretty well. Yeah. Like, he'll probably elevate the podcast. So when you come back a year later, you'll be in good standing. And Nat, right now, you get to go live, like, a, you know, rich boy Beverly Hills life. Yeah. It's a pretty fucking good one. It's pretty, uh, it basically, you go on vacation while Logan Paul grows your podcast. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but, now, but now, why would you maybe not just go, like, Leonardo DiCaprio to use to, from that interview? Like, if Leo did this podcast, people going to be listening. I don't think I care for Leo's life. People... I, I I'm I'm not. There's a take. I'm not. Um, <laughs> that I'm might not, be the craziest take of all. I'm not as high on Leo as as the world is. What's I, I think he's Leo's a very life? talented actor. I think aside from that, he bores me. Um, I don't. I I don't. Uh, I don't have much interest in the things he has interest in. Well, you're talking about the environment. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I, mean, fuck I that. don't. Fuck I don't. I don't think he's like, as good looking as people think he is. I'm not anti Leo. I think Leo's incredibly talented. I just, I'm not like. I just don't think Leo's Leo's hot. I Leo's, think that, that picture you sent me once of him in a jacket, he looked dope in that. I think most of the time I'm like, eh, he's not ugly, don't get me wrong. Leo's uh, persona is bigger and than his looks are. Like, you know, like a Hemsworth is like, you know, you're like chiseled from stone, you have the eyes and the jaw and all that shit. He doesn't have that. But I he definitely Clooney's has hotter than Leo. He has like, like 70. A, but, 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 but Leo at his best has like a, a pretty boy, hot boy look to him, no doubt. But now, do, do people know that Leo's in 
John's body. Right. If it's just yeah. if it's just John, but he's tweaked. Like, like I think like, if if I if Leo if you came did, to my Leo's body, stick, I'd be like, shut the fuck people, up. People would be like, Leo is like John just somehow just got really fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, he won't shut up about the environment. Like John, he won't oh. shut up about like Hollywood politics. He won't shut up about yeah. You know, if yeah. if I just just had Leo's personality, I I think if I take Logan Paul's personality, I don't think people would be that think it was that different. He's pretty happy. <laughs> I know. We're, I know. This is your new version, but like he's but happy like, and, and like energetic. Yeah, but they'd You're, say they'd be. I think. I. I don't. I mean, they, basically, it's because we're probably both. We're just white dudes. Same guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, same right, age, like, kind of. Same like age bracket. Same. Same uh, demo. Same like, like, he says different words. Be like, John always asks, "What's good?" Um, <laughs> but the uh, well, what's really good? Well, how? how um, imagine like Logan Paul comes back to his body and he's just like, I am so addicted to tobacco. What the <laughs> fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck, man? My gums are killing me. <laughs> I am so Why is there a bottle I, I, of whiskey I think in I, my bed? <laughs> I think as I talk through it, uh, it's actually probably easier to pick like an enemy and sabotage than it is to pick like a high high society kind of guy and think that you could like fake your way through his lifestyle i could oh i could fake my way through leo's lifestyle yes you would think that uh if we just magically switched you would think i was being really weird if i was in if leo was in my body if i was in leo's body people would think it's the same because i i am a goddamn motherfucking chameleon i I can you put me you can you can drop me into any fucking zone and I agree. I would be like, that's our skill. That's our talent. Be like, he's yeah. That's, I, he fits I can, in perfect. I, I'll fit in fucking anywhere. Yeah. I, I I pose that challenge. Yeah. Challenge, find somewhere I will not fit in. I can fit in fucking anywhere. I, I find. I feel like on the inter, as far as the internet goes, people think I'm very like polarizing. Like, there's definitely a lot of people on the internet that hate me. But if you put me in like any party in any room anywhere, I'll I can I know how to handle. I'm not myself. saying I'll own the room. No, but but, but yeah. at, at no point will you be like get, get this, that guy out of here. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't belong. Here. Agreed. They will, they well, that because the overwhelming like theme there is that you know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like if if you walked in, you're like all right, like let me work this room, make some friends, and then if it wasn't working, you'd be like I'm gonna go drink in the corner. <laughs> and you, I'm not gonna say anything further to like get these people to want to kick me out. I I, I think uh, I, I know how to hold a dra- might, drink. Some, I know how to hold a drink. In a in a in a fashion that makes you think he's really listening, he's he's in, he's interested in what I'm saying. I am not. just staring right through your eyes. Yep. But I, I'm I, thinking I about when I'm going to go get I, another one of these drinks. I'm think I am one of the world's best actors. That's why I'd fit in Leo's. Oh, skit. you you'd win the Oscar. I, I I'm I'm an imagine incredible that, imagine, actor. imagine Leo hadn't won his Oscar yet, and you went into Leo's body. You won the Oscar. The fact that most conversations don't stop halfway through with someone going, "You don't give a shit about this, do you?" Yeah, it's a miracle that I'm one of the greatest actors in this. Because guess what? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. It, it, it's, and it's not it's not even me. It's you. You're boring. Absolutely. It's not me being disinterested in interesting things. It's you not saying interesting I things. I have an appropriate amount of interest in what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a boring zero. thing. <laughs> it's a boring thing you're saying. I, I think that some people might think of being a chameleon as like a bad thing. Like you're a conformist or whatever. Like, yeah, I know I am. And that's what definitely you should be. People you should, who are anti-conformist are the fucking stupidest people in the world. They're such assholes. It's like you, if you walk into uh, a quiet room, like you should be quiet. If you walk into a big party, you can be loud. If you walk into a place where people are telling jokes, you can tell them. If you walk into a fucking funeral, you should shut your mouth. Like right. there are, yeah, it's, it's more, it's not really being a chameleon as much as it's social, taking social cues. Yeah. And a staggering number of people can't do it. Staggering. It's it's the. I, how do you it, not know how to dress? How do you not know how to speak? How do you not know how to behave yet? It's it's actually really weird that it's it's a braggadocious thing to be like I know how to hang out in a room. Yeah, I'm but great it is. at it. 
It really Unbelievable is. At it. Get me in your in the living room. Get me in the kitchen, and I'll like know what to say and what not to say. I'm 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 the best in the business. <laughs> You're the second best. In the I would I would you like I, I'll fucking give the keynote address at the environmental conference. People will be like, yep, makes sense. <laughs> Like, I'm like, yo, we gotta stop. I don't know about that. I feel like there's a, a limit to your. To I don't your think snake so. It. I think we like, like if I, if I was just like, all right, you know, you got to deliver the, the 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 speech here for our quarterly earnings because we're talking to our stockholders. You wouldn't know what the fuck. To do I mean, that. you had to give me the, the figures, but yeah, yeah I could. Like, yo, we're doing great. These. <laughs> You see these numbies killing it. These numbies are fantastic. I love the confidence <laughs> now because I mean, like, can we just can we just like copy Apply that very to... very like can we just be Logan Paul? Like, if we just start vlogging, no, it's got to be genuine. It's got to yeah. be genuine. See, yeah, if I, would, if I, I thought genuine, I would have to be in Leo's skin, but not my skin. I was in Leo. Yeah, we could start copying Logan Paul. If I get Logan Paul's skin, deliver that to me. I'll deliver yeah. you his personality. If if we if we were to do a vlog every day, uh, like I said, it was just kind of us like behind the scenes here at Barstool. That's not the same. You can't you can't fake it. I know. Again, I, I mean, I'm a I'm a chameleon, but it does. I think that it runs out. I think that if you drop me into a Logan Paul sort of thing and you were like, be this fucking loud, braggadocious uh, entertainer, I I don't think I'd be good at that. No, I I think I would. But if I again, if I if I had yeah. his, yeah, it's yeah. almost like the Big Daddy like sunglasses. Sort exactly. Of like everyone thinks I'm cool, so I can be cool now. Yeah. If you if you look you, at me, you don't think cool. You look at Logan Paul, you think cool. So if I know that you're looking at me and thinking cool, I could be cool. I think I you know think I mean? I, I'm I'm really convinced myself. I might start going that. Like I might start teaching acting school. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say go, but I already just got that. Johnny Oscar. Like, like, if, if you're like, yeah, if just you're be like, an actor. Be an actor. Play, give me a character to play. I'll play the rest of the thing. All right, we'll take you to Hollywood. You're heavy on your accents right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, you just did the Irish accent again on CCK, right? It was Casey. I, I didn't want to do it. Casey kind of made me. <laughs> I, I I think things like that. Have to come out sparingly. Do you want to do uh, like the rest of the episode as um, as a uh, a Academy Award winning actor, Playboy, who's like fuck tons of models? No, because that's I, sure. See you later. You're not here. <laughs> I'm out of the stupid podcast game. <laughs> I gotta go. Tr- I get treated. That's your little loophole. You're gonna be like, wow, well, uh, you know, but I, uh, what's real though? Yeah, if you're like an Academy Award winning how, Playboy. Uh, how many? Like, how many podcasts has Leo done? <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> not, not even how many podcasts has Leo host? How many podcasts has Leo it ever appeared been on? on? Yeah. Zero. I never even heard him on the radio or anything. No, because he's too big of a, over it. But you don't like him. You're out on Leo. I am not out on Leo. Uh, I, do, I don't John want that to be. Leo. See, this is that black and white shit that world we live in. Same, it's it, it's not. I, I just I'm not as enthralled with Leo as most people. I think I love Leo's movies. I think he's incredibly talented. What he is, him off screen doesn't interest me so much. My mom said that he uh, that Jason Bateman's hotter than him. Bateman, yeah. Bateman, and Bateman's a good looking guy. She's heavy on Jason Bateman. How come? What, what brought that upon? Uh, I think just like the '80s. What? Jason Bateman in the '80s. What was Bateman in the '80s? He was. Um, what was that show with the twins? Mm-hmm. Hogan's. Yeah, something like that. Hogan's. She's, she's been on this. It was the Hogan right? family? No. Yeah, it was the Hogan family. Yes. I th- and I think that was one of those shows that changed because they had to recast, like, the mom from it. So they, like, pivoted. Yeah. I think it was, like, about the she, mom. And then been, it was like, oh, this is about Jason Bateman. She's been big on him for, for a long time now. But I I, 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 I love like Bateman. But, like, you know, he's hotter than, hotter than Leo. Is, that's tough. It's a tough sell. Yeah, it's a tough sell. But she also was bullying a seven-year-old the other day. My mom. Oh, she was at the playground, and this, uh, this, 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 uh, this bratty little like seven-year-old was being a dick, and she was like bullying around Shay. And my mom went to this seven-year-old and said something like, 
That's not nice, and nobody here likes you, so go away. <laughs> to a seven-year-old. <laughs> and I was like, God damn. She's like, well, she deserved it. I was like, she probably did, but she's no. seven. No one likes you. <laughs> no one likes you, so go away. I think she said, like, no one here likes you. Nobody wants to play with you, so go away. As a seven-year-old, that's a tough one. A tough one, but, tough uh, you know, listen, you come at the queen. You best not miss. You start fucking around with with my, with Grandmama KFC's fucking grandkids. You're gonna get smoke. <laughs> Polly Polly had a weekend uh, a, a Polly moment this weekend. Oh where boy, she she, uh, she just saw my brother walking to a bridge. It's like it's uh, you know, over by the beach. We go to Baker's Beach down in Westport. Um, there's a bridge. People jump off. Uh-oh. And my mom just she was driving home from the beach. My brother was still there, and she just texted him. I think when a mom sees her son walking to the bridge, she's supposed to say, it's for a good reason, right? And that was it. Didn't even stop. <laughs> I texted my sister last mom, night. Mom loves, lo- loves suicide jokes more than Logan Paul. Oh! <laughs> I texted my sister last night. She works in a hospital. I was watching Big Little Lies, and there's a scene in that show where uh, you can tell a person is thinking about maybe smothering someone with a pillow. And on the whole time, I'm like... You can't do this, can you? Like you're gonna get you're gonna get caught. So I text her. I'm like, are there are there uh, are there cameras in hospitals, like in all the rooms. She's like, I I think in like certain rooms or certain security measures. I was like, like, if you smothered someone with a pillow, would you would they would see that you would get caught, right? She was like, Are you about to do something <laughs> crazy? It's like, no, I'm watching a TV show. I swear, I swear. But that's also where I'm at in life. <laughs> People think I might be trying to murder others in the hospitals. Let's do another voicemail. Hey, what's up, KFC Fight Super Nintendo BC? First time, long time. This is Dom from Mass. So I saw something earlier on Reddit. Thought you guys would like it. So you just found out your eight-month-old baby was switched at birth at the hospital with another couple's baby. What are you doing? You keep the one you have and let another couple raise your kid. This is or fucked. give away the child you've been raising oh. and get your biological child back. You ever see that but, movie? Wait, uh, with, with eight uh, months? Don't fucking take this thing back. <laughs> Eight months. You ever see that movie? Eight months. Where that the 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 the, the, the I think it's uh, Alicia Vikander or whatever her name is. Uh, I know and, that is. And, uh, and the Raider? guy who plays, uh, I think Michael Fassbender's in it. I don't know. They, he ba- they basically like kidnap a baby or a baby like washes up on shore or something, <laughs> and they fucking As start they raising it. Do. Like she like couldn't have a kid, and then like the like years like ten years later, the, the real parents come back. Yeah, if it's like eight years later. Maybe I'll take that kid. Eight months. I probably don't even like the thing yet. Uh, that's actually a good point. Moms uh, have a connection right away, but I don't think I started liking my kids till right around eight months. Eight months, that's when it is? Like, of course, you love them and shit. You want to protect them. But they don't really, you know, until they have, like, a personality, you don't start to, like, individually love them. So I think you could send it back. Yeah. I mean, eight months. I, I, I don't think. I'm being very real with you. You don't love your kid until eight months. <laughs> you don't this. individually love your that personality of a person. Until yes, I'm sure there's the primal instinct to protect and whatnot. But yes, but like, but at that point, it's just an eating and shitting and crying machine. They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the same at that point. Eight months. Mu- I I can't even think of anything I've liked in eight months. It, take, it takes a it's while. A long time for you to warm up. It takes a while for me to get there. And it, it takes a while. Like the baby probably doesn't like me either. The baby's probably like I've had enough of this. But it's guy. tough. Like. 
<laughs> I'm sure it would be very difficult at the time. You grow to be somewhat attached, but kids are so difficult. I need that baby to be mine. Yeah, I need to. Like, I need to know that when, that baby's in, mine. In those dark moments, so much effort. Yeah. If I if it was knew, someone else, I'd if shake I now it and throw knew, it and stuff. You know? Especially if, especially if <laughs> I, I always this say kid that, isn't even mine. That's why I can't have a kid. I would definitely shake a baby. I know I would. I'd be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yo, I, when I, I don't, I don't condone it, but I always said, when you see those stories, like, mom drives the whole fucking minivan into the lake. Like, I get it, man. I <laughs> well, fucking get it. I won't know, do it, but I get it. Before you had kids, you could think of, like, you know, luckily you didn't have to take care of any of them. But you thought of all kids. It's, like, precious and sweet and innocent. Once you have kids, you're like, they're the only ones I eat. I like slightly. my kid and that's When I take it. them to a birthday party, I'm fuck like, oh, all I those hate all kids. these kids. Yeah. I would do nothing you're, to help any of these I, I do not think, like, ooh, sweet. And I, I was thinking the day, I don't know if I even want to have kids. Don't do it. It, it's, I, I, I don't know when it's supposed to kick it. Maybe it will, you know, at some point. That's different I, for guys. I, you don't ever have, like, baby fever when you're Yeah, I definitely don't have this. You'll probably be made to have kids. What's that, up? That, yeah, that's, that's how it happens. I don't think I'm going to let you. someone make me have a child. <laughs> I think that's, that's such a huge thing. You can't, like, let someone uh, make you have a child. Oh, I, I have to be... Like, I, you can't just, like, we're having a kid. I'm, 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 <laughs> that's kind of exactly that how it happened. twice. The, yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like, going to happen. I, I, did, I, I, happen. I, I dare someone to make me have a child. I'm gonna. Can, run, I am gonna run this podcast back one day. You can. Tr- I, no, I, I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm not like putting my like putting it in stone right now. I'm never having kids. No, but I, I, I'm putting in stone that when you do have a kid, it will be because a girl is making you to do so. I, I, I like. I'm like. I'm not like. I, I can't have a kid. Like, I'm not. I, I'm not mature enough, responsible enough. I do. I can't have a child. It's, it, it's, she's gonna it's be like, bro. Me to have it a child. is. It is go time. My clock is ticking. It's now. It's it's either that or we're we're splitting up. And you're gonna be like, all right. Wow. All right, well, I don't know. See ya. <laughs> if you try to force me to have a child, like I'm just not uh, that will. Bro, that that will is how the world has continued to spin. I, that's how I human think... human. That's how humankind is continuing to grow. It's by women being like, "Yo, it's time, let's go," and guys being like, "All right, I guess so. that's rape." Yeah, it's definitely rape. That's that's a rape. You can't get raped. You can't rape a baby out of me. Always, bro. They can and they will. <laughs> they can and they will. I mean, it might, it might happen accidentally. Nope. Uh, but I, I'm, maybe a full blown. If I don't want to have a kid, rape baby. If I if I don't want to, have <laughs> it's gonna be out of contact. <laughs> Brendan's heads down. That, uh, that, is, that is everyone down in Alabama talking about rape babies. I'm talking about the other direction, <laughs> the other version. It's like yeah, I'm not, it's not happening to me. It's you, absolutely you, gonna happen to you. Like, like, no one's, have, it, it's no same, one's taking my semen against it, my will. It's the same thing as fucking getting married, where it's just like, well. I don't really want to do this, but like, I guess I will because this girl's. I'm not going to do that either. Yes, you are. If I don't want to get married, I'm not going to get married. I can't believe how dumb you sound. <laughs> I'm going to play this for you one day. And Look, you're gonna it go, happened oh, to you. Maybe you're just my cautionary tale. I'm, it happens to all of us. I, if I look, I'm, I I didn't know this is like a thing, but I am not getting married unless I want to, and I'm not having a baby unless I want to. I am not doing either of those things without consent. This is not happening. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, I don't know. We'll put that down in the uh, in the book. Yeah, we'll I go think, back to that. I think it's crazy. This is ever you got you got against your consent, married and against your consent, baby. That's a little bit on you. I, I it's on every what guy. What are you wearing? It's on every guy. Yeah, you, every I think every we're going guy too deep with the rape thing. We're gonna back off that. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking for it. <laughs> I deserved it. 
Last voicemail before we get into Kathy Griffin, as if this show hasn't been ridiculous enough. That was that was all in Leo character, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was acting. <laughs> all right, last voicemail is brought to you by Raycon. Everybody needs a good pair of wireless buds. Uh, I I lead the resistance with the wire with the uh, wired wire full uh, earbuds. But here's the thing: I fully acknowledge that everyone thinks you're poor if you have wires. I can handle that. The average person, maybe not so much. you got to have the wireless buds or you're a poor. That's what it comes down to. Now, the irony is if you pay for some of the other brands of wireless buds, you will actually be a poor. If you go get yourself some Raycon buds, not only will Raycon. you have a versatile pair that can adjust in very, sizes, uh, but you'll save money. What is that? that? That's what it says when you put your headphones on. I use Raycons. It's what it Raycon. Says. Raycon. So they say what's up to you. Connected. They talk to you. They put you can have different ear si- uh, little rubber things that adjust to the, the size of your ear, and it's half the price of other wireless premium earbuds on the market. So don't be a poor. Save your money so you're double not poor, and get yourself some wi- Raycon wireless earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com slash KFC and get 15% off your order. They got different colors. They got different styles. They're comfortable. Get the E50 wireless earbuds. They've changed the game. They're comfortable and easy to take anywhere. Hold the charge and do it all at half the price. Buyraycon.com slash KFC for 15% off. <laughs> that's, that's exactly hey, what stuff Leo hey, said. Frank from Peeville. Um, so first off, you know, great show. Keep it up. I love listening to the show. So anyway, uh, I got a hypothetical for you. So would you rather, would you rather keep, you know, keep it the way it is, your hair cycle of cutting and growing back and cutting and growing back, not just for your head, but for all over your body? Or would you rather shave it? As you know, whatever way you want, and then it never grows back. So think of, think about this: if you don't like your chest hair, you can shave it once, and bam, it's gone forever. So this is just body like hair versus head hair, right? Dick hair. <laughs> <laughs> dick hair. Get it? Your hair. You got a hairy dick. Yeah. I mean, it's like it would, yeah, I mean, it would be very nice to manscape one time and be done with it forever, but uh, not at the cost of like never having hair in your head. Or is it just like if I if Wait, I were you to could cu- lock in? You could okay, so I get one haircut. Manscaping takes thirty seconds. Eh. What are you fucking putting in shapes and designs down there? It takes. It's like it's literally like six yeah, fucking raise. Uh, six. You're like a cat though. You don't have any. You know any what hair. Is, what is, what is you got to worry about? Like your chest. Eating? You got to worry. Yeah. You I do mean, all that shit. Yeah. Oh. It's a bitch. So you if I if shit? I could be done. Sure. Yeah. You. Yeah. What is wrong with you people? But you just grow hair. You don't. Right. You you grow hair? You have to shave your arms and backs and stuff. Yeah, I don't really do my arms, but no, yeah, I mean, but the rest is shoulders. Like, you got to yeah. take care of it. Yeah, shoulders. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are sick fucks. <laughs> my dad. No, I mean, the my... sick the sick thing would be to not do it. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a problem. You think I should just let it, it fly? Like no way, dude. No way. You. So but, how, so how long? Give me a week. How long you? How long you shaving? Oh, I, no, it's not like an every... That's the thing. It's still not like a... It's a pain when you have to do it, but it's... I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's like, am I going to the beach or right. to the pool? Yeah, and if yeah. I don't do that, then I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, then it doesn't fine. matter. Do you do it in the winter? 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of. I just kind of do it. It's like I feel like I'm a chick, where it's just like, like I'm not doing it for like someone else. I'm doing Speaking it for myself. For <laughs> yeah. Like I do feel. I feel gross if I'm not like. It's like, yeah, maybe no one's gonna see this, but like, if they do, I actually am always like, well, I don't know. I'm a, I work for Barstool. Like, they might make me just fucking. They might like pull my pants off in the middle of the workday. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't have a fucking bush. Who knows? Oh yeah. Oh, see, like I, I only, I don't shave. Like I, I got a bush right now. <laughs> you are you are he talking said that if you were watching Barstool Gold, he was like so sassy. You're about talking it. to a man with a bush at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a bush. Oh, it's, it's like, probably a big fucking red bush. It, it, it's not. Oh, it's like gray. It's weird. Gray? You got I a think. gray bush? It's not gray. You got like an old like wizard's beard down there. It's not even like Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Barstoolgold.com No Don't make them We have to cut that We have to cut that I want to cut that From my brain <laughs> Was it good? It's like it was, gray right? It's not gray It was like red It wasn't it's red It's ginger bush Don't do it again That's not gray It's red <laughs> That is How about Manscaped.com Code <laughs> KFC 20% off John fix this Is that Was that weird I just saw you my dick It's just hair Yeah it's almost worse I'd rather see your dick Than your the patch of hair That's in between Your belly button And your dick all right. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Holy moly. Let's absolutely move on. Why? Hang on. What was the question? Okay. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're, you're definitely not going to – you want to be able to change your hairstyle. So, like, you're not Oh, no doubt. So, and you also don't need to manscape. So this is perfect for you. This question, like, doesn't apply to you. It basically applies to a guy I think like, the real question is, like, could you lock into one haircut for the rest yes, of your life? right. And Which, like, you could, could you pick a pretty, can. like, classic look. Right. But, you know, there might be a time where you want to let it flow or a time where you, you're out of style for a little bit. You feel like an asshole. Imagine if you were just like, I'm locked in, guys. Like, I got to have this bowl cut. You know what I mean? Like, if, if in the 90s, I was like, nah, bowl cuts will be cool forever. Yeah. Let's do it. You'd well, be a yeah, real big asshole. with a bullet. Yeah. Well, think about yeah, some of the pictures that, that Fleischman brings up all the time. Right. You, and you were like, I think this looks good. I know. I know. I, like, I think oh, about that now. Fuck. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll look back at, at my hair in 10 more years from this. And I think that was stupid. Look back at you to clothes. You always think you look stupid. But, uh, yeah, I'll just deal with the, the, the rest of the body hair and, and I'll be able to adjust my hair. Okay, it's time for Kathy Griffin. There, It's time for KFC Radio featuring Kathy Griffin, which is a phrase I never, ever anticipated. This I week. didn't anticipate it the first five times we were asked to do it. So there was a little <laughs> bit of a... Uh, there was a little bit of a... There's a saga that goes along with this. And after you listen to the interview, uh, we'll, we'll come back and discuss a little further. But... When we first heard that she was doing this press tour and that she was available, we thought not really a great fit. Demo-wise, sense of humor-wise, you know, I know she's very successful and she did TV back in the day, but she's gotten pretty political and I just, you know, no thanks. So our booker was, was uh, she was insisting on it, though. She's like, look at what she's done. She's been a great guest uh, for other. She worked with her before. Right. So. And I, I'm always I'm very much all about like compelling people now. Like you don't have to necessarily be a perfect fit. You don't have to be best friends. But if you've got a story to tell, and she does, and that's what she's promoting this movie called Hell of a Story because it really is all the shit that went on with her. Whether you agree, disagree, whether you're down or not, like her or not, think she's funny, whatever. It's it's a one of a kind story. It is for sure a saga that will go down in history. So I said, uh, fuck it, let's talk. So we'll leave it at that. We'll come back and talk more about it, but I don't want to – I just want people to listen to it on their own and draw their own conclusions. But we will discuss afterwards uh, where we're at. So Kathy Griffin is brought to you by Clutter. 
whether you are maybe moving to a new apartment or let's say you're having a baby or uh, you're just looking to clean up your life, clean up your apartment, get a little more organized and structured, you're probably looking to free up space. Uh, Storage, especially in a city like this, is so hard to come by. But that's why uh, clutter is killing it right now. They are the world's largest full-service, on-demand storage experience. What does that mean? It helps you find out just how much storage you need with zero effort. You schedule a pickup. Clutter will be there. They'll pack up your stuff. They'll move your stuff to a, uh, a storage security, uh, a storage facility. It's like moving without moving. It's like you fill up your apartment. You're like, oh, my God, I got so much clutter here. What do I do? Have someone come pick it up, take it away, put it somewhere else for you. All the stuff you're not going to need, maybe for the season, maybe if it's summertime, John, you want to pack up all your winter clothes. If it's summertime, I want to pack up my fucking self and send it to somewhere cold. <laughs> Anything uh, that you need to maybe uh, clear out some space. That's what Clutter is going to take, and they have a price match guarantee, which means the lowest possible monthly storage rate. Then, if you need your stuff, Clutter will bring it right to your door. They have an online photo inventory, which means you'll know exactly what's in storage. You ask them to bring it, they will schedule a delivery. Within 48 hours or less, you'll get your stuff back. So it's not like you put it there and you lose it forever. And so the packing, the delivery, and the return, if you want something, is all included in Clutter's low monthly rate. So perfect for people here in the city. You don't have a lot of space, but you start acquiring a lot of stuff. It just happens, man. Clothes, shoes, belongings, items, uh, home furnishings, all that stuff. All of a sudden, you look around. You don't have a single ounce of space in your place. Clutter will take it away for you. Go to clutter.com slash KFC. Get $50 off your first month when you sign up. That's clutter.com slash KFC for 50 bucks off. Enter the promo code KFC at checkout. $50 off your first month. Kathy Griffin, let's talk to her. All right. KFC Radio featuring Kathy Griffin. Well, who, who else do you go to for sports info? <laughs> I'm a worldwide expert. I, I do think people probably think it's a, a funny fit, but I'm always interested. I love Highlight. In... We are, I'm we here are to talk nothing but Highlight. There, there are a few sports ever. Yeah, sports is not course, the, the. Now, what is in season right now? I'm just curious. Baseball. Really? Well, you really don't baseball. know. People watch that still. Yeah. Okay. Mid-late Big time. Season. Is there any other sports after that or no? No, that's it. Actually, it's over. There's no more sports after that. I thought they were going to finally <laughs> just kind of do less because yeah, it's very time-consuming. You know how it is. <laughs> it certainly is. So as we were walking in here, you said yeah. something interesting. I said, how are you doing? You said, you're like, I'm working and I'm, I'm back on my grind. I'm, that's right. I'm, I'm back on the D-list and I'm just trying to make things happen, which has got to be an interesting experience. Honey, I <laughs> have been through a federal investigation, under investigation for two months. I'm the no-fly list like a terrorist, investigated by the Secret Service and the U.S. Attorney's Office, uh, t- interrogated under oath, and they were considering charging me with conspiracy to assassinate the President of the United States, which holds a lifetime sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I made a movie about it mm-hmm. called Kathy Griffin, A Hell of a Story. And it's a docu-comedy. And what that means is the first third is raw documentary. I'm talking raw. Mm. Like ugly crying, no makeup, Kathy. And then the second two thirds are the comedy concert, but they still tell the story. So hopefully you'll laugh more than anything. But it's um, real. And the documentary part is low res, as the kids say, as in iPhone. Because you got to get stuff in real time when it's real. And Fathom Events took a chance on me. So it's going to air in 700 theaters across the country on July 31st. One night, one showing only. Oh, wow. Cool. How about that? Exclusive. Red cities, blue cities, purple cities. (laughs) So 
You don't know what to do with me, would, do you? Would you two are you, looking at uh, me like, well, what are we going to do I'm, with this I tag? think it's interesting that you leaned into it because I think some people would probably, to. I don't know, I think some people would maybe try to just be like, fuck that, I'm going to move on. That like, never happened. Close that off. That was Reva. Yeah. You, you, do, you, def- <laughs> you definitely do have to lean into it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, it was that, I, think that, I think that was a smart move to begin with. Well, but, when you're I in mean, the no-fly list, you can't tour anyway. How much, so. how much of it do you think was way over the line? Like, how, oh. much, how much do you think, well, do you feel any responsibility for any of it? Well, here's what I want people to know. Number one, I think that I'm happy to take responsibility for offending people. I've been doing that for I decades. I don't even mean the offense. I mean, like, like the Secret Service investigation. Do you think that was over the line? Oh, I know it was. I mean, I know I could sue the president for abuse of power and Jefferson Bogart Sessions. And I've talked to Ted Boutros about it. So that might be coming down the line, too. Yeah. So the reason I made the film is I do want people to know I didn't break the law. Right. A lot of people thought that. And you can be as offended by the photo as you want. That is completely fine. Doesn't bother me one bit. Um, I didn't violate the First Amendment in any way. And I think it's important that people know the actual parameters of the First Amendment. You can't yell fire in a theater. People get trampled and get killed. But you can take that picture. And God forbid you or one of your kids, you guys are young guys, but yeah. if you had a young cousin, or, oh, there you go, put that picture up online. They shouldn't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees and have no-knock raids and, you know, be interrogated under oath and be threatened with a crime like this. And so you be on the so, Interpol list. I was also on the Interpol list when I went to tour overseas and detained at every single airport. And I also want people to know, especially young people, know your rights because they can take your phone. They can take your SIM card. They took my phone and SIM card at every airport. Oh, at every I thought it was, yes. I think you said it was, I watched, I watched the docu part. So yeah. it was, it was I, London Heathrow. It was JFK. It was LAX. It was Singapore and they can take your passport. And they don't need to let you make a phone call or tell you anything. To this day, I don't know what was on my passport. I filed FOIAs, and I still don't know. So it must have been bad. The like now, do you when you you got attacked a lot afterwards? Oh yes. And oh, it still goes on. Don't worry. That's, the that's something are still, that they're still a little obsessed. Now, obviously, there are absolute lunatics online. But you do you like understand why like some people would be angry? Like because it happens to us all the time. Where like someone will attack Barstool. Yeah. And then our fans will go crazy, and we'll be like, I didn't want you to do that. Obviously, Trump is a different case. He did not. He did want them to do that. Yes. We'll be like, shut up. Like, don't let us fight our fight. Right. But like you like. Someone you offend a fan group, sometimes they'll get mad. Now, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I am as anti-Trump as it gets. But <laughs> I still, at, at the same time, I, I'm like, I get why people got mad about that. Why? Why, why holding up someone's face? Why are you face? so ignorant? What's that? No, honey. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> why would someone, like, you get why people got mad. Why right? is he ignorant to think that people would get offended by holding up a severed head? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, that's, I mean, you're, you're, you're intentionally trying to rob people up. For, There's right? Medusa and Perseus. There's uh, a David Spade movie called Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. There's a scene in Death Becomes Her where Meryl Streep's head goes down a bowling alley. This is actually kind of common imagery for comedy. But I also feel that there's a lot of kind of comics, and I think it's great. There's comics that don't swear, and there's prop comics, and there's all kinds of comics, you know. But I've always been the kind to kind of push the envelope and stuff. So and you I, know them. I absolutely know. Right. So, but then you also I, know I that you were going to offend lawyers. somebody. Yes, but I ran it by my lawyers, and I knew that I was well within my. Well, no, I'm not so that, That's the was. thing. So I think right now you're talking about like your rights and 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 like very extreme stuff that I understand you had to yeah. go through. But I'm thinking just more of like you were you were doing a comedy bit in your mind. 
I, you know, but, I have but you to say know that's that subjective. Like, I, some people thought it was a joke. Some people thought it was a statement. So I will what say it? it's what, kind when of... When you were doing it, what was for it? Me, for me, it was more of a statement. You know, being a woman and, the, you know, even though I don't like Megyn Kelly, still when he said, you know, blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her wherever, I thought, you know, he's all about humiliation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that's happening now with the concentration camps and the racism, et cetera. I mean, when you think back on the picture, it really is kind of harmless compared to what he's doing now in this administration. I'm 58 years old. I remember watching Watergate as a little girl. I can't believe something worse is happening in my lifetime. So I did feel um, kind of uh, an obligation to make a strong statement. And I felt like people weren't, you know, and I know I'm just a comic. I tell dick jokes, fine. But I thought a lot of people are still sort of thinking, oh, this guy's harmless or he's kind of funny. I've also known this fool off and on for like 25 years. Mm -hmm. He hired me one time to roast him for an episode of The Apprentice. So he knows my shtick. He knows my gig. He could have called me if he thought he was offended. He could have had someone from the White House call me. But to just open an investigation with no pretense, no way to have a conversation with the Secret Service and explain myself in any way, which all the other folks, the dudes who allegedly threatened him, you know, he's not going to go after Snoop Dogg. He's right. not going to go after Johnny mm-hmm. Depp or Morrissey or Peter but, uh, but also, like, I, I don't think they threatened him to the extent of, of holding his head up. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what they said. I remember your picture. Yeah. Good. Right. So like, you see why it made a stronger statement. <laughs> That's why I sold tickets right. all around the world. Right. So I have to say that one of the reasons I toured overseas first is, it, number one, I have to admit, the picture that almost took me down allowed me to play a lot of countries, many non-English speaking countries that I would never be able to play before. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I got to give them that much. But everywhere I went overseas, when they would even hear my American accent, I mean, every country, they would just stop me if I was in a cafe or whatever and just say, what is going on over there? And remember, you're talking about I was in Auckland, New Zealand, where they can uh, enact gun control in a week. I was in Australia, where uh, I think their elections are like 72 hours or something like that. So that was really cathartic and enlightening. You picked and the right. You played to the right crowd. I mean, going the, international the right was, now the, as an anti-Trump yes, person is well, a smart business here. move. Right? Yeah, I mean, he made me unemployable and uninsurable. And one of the messages, and one of the reasons I well, I mean, to make he this, didn't make you. It was it was your action, right? No, he did. It was a, literally an abuse of power. So he broke the law by doing that to a private citizen. It's the first time it's ever happened in history, which is another reason that I wanted to do it. Because, like, when you think about Lenny Bruce, right, he was harassed by the local PD. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to the great Jane Fonda, and she said, well, my problems were with police departments, not the feds. And I talked to the great David Steinberg, a comedian, and he said, well, I was on the Nixon list, but that was a secret list. At least he wasn't broadcasting it to the world and, like I said, making you unemployable and uninsurable and... Also spreading the rumor, like they made a connection within 24 hours that I was in ISIS. And I show that in the film, and I wasn't even aware of it until I was doing the documentary part, that they Who made that connection? That the Trump wood chipper, as I call it, so whether it was Brad Parscale or Harvey Levin or AMI or all these guys that flipped for the Bob Mueller report, I'm in there somewhere. Uh, they spread the image and manipulated however they want, and it was in Arabic papers saying Kathy Griffin is a jihad asset. That's really putting someone's life in danger. Mm-hmm. And it was in you know Moscow papers, and it was in Chinese papers, and all over the world. So 
Was that just because of the symbolism of holding up a beheaded head? Yeah, and it's also because they have the ability to do that. So I obviously don't have that ability. And I will say, you know, I knew what I was doing when I took the photo, but I will be honest, I really did not expect this level of response. Do you really? I honestly know. See, I remember when, I remember like when Obama was in office, when it was, there were, you know, some rednecks or whatever would like hang him. And that would be national news and and they're not celebrities. So like I would picture a celebrity doing it That's one of the reasons I did it. I thought, man, all those like times where everybody's got like the racist uncle, right? And they send you some dumb meme with Michelle Obama as a freaking gorilla or something. I thought, man, eight years went by and it was always kind of an underground thing. And I thought, well, you know, let's see how he likes it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I really did do it just to shame him. I also know, I know exactly what gets under his skin and I've tussled with him a couple of times. And when I knew him before in my NBC Universal days, I just called him the orange realtor and, you know, he's really, really stupid. Like, so he's aggressively stupid. You don't regret <laughs> so, it, but right. do you think you bit off more than you can chew? Um, like, I if you, you could know, go back and do it all, well, I mean, I guess you answered that when you said you didn't regret it. But if yeah. I could rewind time to that mm-hmm. day, would you still do it? Yes, absolutely. <sighs> You're crazy. <Yeah. laughs> That's thank, fucking crazy. Thank you. To still sign up for, for, you know, interrogations and no fly and, like, fucking ISIS. That. I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's worth, you know, it's, do you think it's worth it? Really? That, that still believe it. I mean, I get confronted on the street, um, you know, people calling me terrorist and grown people, people my age. I uh, did a speech at Oxford about the First Amendment and I didn't even go to college. <laughs> and I was with my assistant, Caleb, and he's right over there and he was new. And the two of us were in a so car. You're not doing your own socks anymore. I did my own socks because they had to be done. I do what needs to be done, darn it. I brought my own poster. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm on the way from London Heathrow to the hotel, and the driver says he's from Morocco. And so I'm joking, saying, well, let me apologize for Trump. Sorry okay. about the whole Africa as shithole countries. And he said, what are you talking about? He's the greatest president the world's ever seen. And I said, oh. And he said, if we were in Morocco, I would cut your tongue out. That was a long drive. So I just texted yeah, Caleb see, I don't and I think said, I would want filming. that. <laughs> like that's not worth it. I, do you do you think that you are that you are that more like good is coming out of this? Like do you think that you you beat him at all or won at all? Oh, I think I prevailed against the president of the United States and the Department of Justice and the Attorney General. But and how? So I'm now not afraid of anything because How did you prevail here? Because I was able to tour the world for the first time, the tour that grows 4.4 million dollars, which I had a great oh, time doing. Yeah, that's I'm, it. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so to me it would be like would you, you know, deal with, you know, the interrogation and all that shit for 4 million dollars? <laughs> well, I would think about it. I don't know. I would probably do like 10 million. I don't know if I four is enough, this. but I, I don't think I would have done it when I was younger. You know, when you've been in this business, it's a very male-dominated field, stand-up, as you know. I'm 58 years old. And I think when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have done it. But you kind of get to a point where, you know, I got the Emmys and the Grammy, and I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records, most comedy specials of any comedian, male or female. And you get to a point where you're like, okay, what's next? And I think it kind of gives me a little bit of a fearlessness. I mean, I could get shot tomorrow. I certainly get those invites yeah. every day. <laughs> but on the other hand, I, I do How feel many like of those this- do you think are, are legitimate? I- are, are there any that that legitimately strike fear into you, or are you like it's just well, the Caesar Sayak, the pop, the pipe bomber one? Right, because right, right. when I found out that I was on his kill list was three weeks prior to the day I actually filmed the comedy part of the film, and and I opened the comedy part with that story, which is true. And you were overseas at this point, right? No, I was back in oh, America. You're back. Okay. Yeah, and um, I funded it myself because nobody would touch me because I'm so toxic, even though I've I've made about seventy five million dollars over my career, and they all were happy to take their ten percent. 
Well, yeah. God damn, so, Kathy Griffin. You are paid. <laughs> I'm a catch. No, so anyway, <laughs> I'm a little risky. I'm a little risky. But, um, you know, and when the FBI came over the very day that I was filming and they do what's called a no-knock, that means there's what's called an imminent threat. So they had already captured the pipe bomber, Cesar Sayek, and I didn't even catch this. He had said he was going to kill me three times on Twitter. And they said during the interrogation, he mentioned me again and said that he had shared his kill list with like-minded people. So I said, well, I have a performance this evening. Is there anything I should know? And they said, you know, it's an open investigation. And I got to tell you, I was almost so used to the FBI folks coming over to my house. They would never laugh at this joke. I would go, Norm, like cheers. And they never thought that was funny. (laughs) But I was very glad to have them. I'm not against the government. The FBI, I think, saved my life, frankly. Mm -hmm. They came over many times and they would help me sort out literally the imminent threats from the sort of we're not sure we'll discuss the threats to the threats that just ended up in my act. And um, then they told me to open my mailbox 10 feet away. I will say that part. I don't have a 10-foot arm. That's, that's, what the fuck's that This like, is a sports show. Maybe uh, there's some basketball player somewhere that has a 10-foot arm. I do not have one. But I could get a grabber. I, like, I can't believe that you think this is all still worth it. I mean, well, I'm just not... Uh, desperate times call for des- desperate measures. So honestly, well, but, I... Yeah, there's but, uh, just... Look, the shame of our country, in my opinion, slavery, internment camps, and now this. And so it gets worse every day. And like I said, I kind of know this dude. I know he doesn't have a brain cell working. I know the crowd he runs with. But and, did this... But this... It's not going to stop it. I mean, like, that's... I, I, I don't agree with his politics either, but I'm also just like, I, I don't think any stand-up act, any video, any anything. What do you is... think, what, do you, what gives you hope? Like that we can come together or do you think there's like a certain call hope? to action? Oh, yeah, what, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about the wrong show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hopeless haven <laughs> yeah. here. I, I mean, I, I do, I just don't think like, I, I think that you, you probably wanted to make a statement. Yeah. I think you did it and I think like he responded way over the top and then you were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and, for sure. And like, but so I, I think it, it seems like you're kind of saying both things where it's like if you were truly just doing this to be like I'm, a, I'm an activist, I want to stir the pot, mm-hmm. I'm ready for the interrogations because I'm making a political statement, I get it. But it more sounds like you were doing a comedic bit that was political and that yeah. was inflammatory. And then when shit went down, you were like. Oh, fuck. That's correct. Oh, those are two Honestly, different things, though, no, you know? You're correct. You yeah. got me. Because the second one is correct, which is when I did it, I truly didn't think it would have that much of a reaction. I really? Mean, I wasn't even on TV at the time. You know, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, you made $75 million. You're, you're right? Kathy Griffin. And you I also have, know I him, most though. Of it. I, and and you I said know you know him. what goes under his skin. You know how he reacts. You know yeah. how he behaves. To think that he wasn't going to, like, put every ounce of his being into stopping you was kind of naive. No? I thought he'd be busy presidenting. I thought he'd be spending <laughs> well, a little that's time. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. And also, like I said, it's never happened in history. I think he chose me because I'm a 58-year-old woman and I have no movie franchise behind me, no big producer, no big hit show that can sort of gather around me or anything like that. So in that way, like, I get the deal. I think there's, but, no, there's no doubt that that all helped. But again, I, I, I think that I, 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 he obviously targets women. There's 100% that's yeah. a fact. But I do think others, that what you did was a little... Like, I think he crossed. I think there's a line. I think it went over a bit. That def- I mean, it would be impossible for him to ignore that, right? Um, what if I, what I think I think if think? if Jason Bateman You're a DJ grabs with a head, sports show. what's that? <laughs> I'm just teasing you. No, I didn't I hear guess, you. I go. Why would I care what you think? You're a DJ with the sports. That's show. fine, but you're here. So I know, I, I, but I just want you to know that I totally agree, and I think anybody can feel that way they want. I just want people to know, and I wanted to put it in this movie. I didn't break the law. If you do something that's too far, and we've all done things that are too far in some way, shape, or form, but. 
there's a difference between yelling fire in a theater where people really get trampled and killed, and that's why it's against no, 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 the law. I know. We're not talking about I'm against the law. It doesn't sound like you actually agree with, but like you right, can believe that. that. I, when I did it, like, I did not know the wall of shit that was going to fall on me. You are absolutely correct. I also am a longtime improviser, so as a comedian, my act is very improvisational, and I had to sort of start improvising my safety, my life, my relationships. You know, I lost about... 75% of my friends that never came back. So, But don't you think that's a, even a sign there? Like, if 75% of my friends were like, dude, you fucked up, I'd be like, I might have done the wrong thing here. <laughs> well, in Hollywood, it's a little different. It's not the biggest crowd of readers. and Not so into reading and writing. And so it gave me some clarity. And also, you know, if you're not going to stand up for something, then sit down. Like I said, it, it might be a generational thing, too, where I go, all right, this is just a different animal. This situation... And I personally, you know, I'm going to bitch about sexism and misogyny, but I personally have felt it my whole life, but never like this before. And I thought, man, I worked so hard to get whatever I have. And this environment is pushing me and other women and people of color and gay folks. And every the majority is marginalized. And the minority, the Trumpers, you know, I mean, he actually stole Nixon's slogans, you know, the silent right. majority. No, they're the loud minority. So I really did feel at that time, and I still feel, that I don't know that people are quite getting it yet. You know, I mean, I always tell people, elections aren't every four years or two years, they're every year, and you better get involved and get involved down ballot as well. So when you go through something like this, you got to know your rights. And I did. I learned the hard way. And I did pay the price. And I'm, I'm still paying it in some ways. But I also can't walk away from it. And you're right. It's going to be part of my, whatever you want to call it, brand or whatever the rest of my life. I'll probably be associated with this photo more than anything in oh, my yeah. whole body no of doubt. work. No but, but you're yeah. also, like you, we said, you're leading into that because you're, yeah. you're, the, the dress is going to the Smithsonian, right? Yeah. That's pretty big. I know. I'm really, I'm like flattered by that. And I'm doing um, opening Tina Brown's 51 Fest on Thursday night. And I'm in the Michael Moore Traverse City Film Festival and Outfest at the Ford Theater in L.A. And like I said, for this film to be shown in 700 theaters across America is astonishing to me. It, I mean, so, it's, 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 it's good business to be anti-Trump, I feel like. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's, I don't think it's rare. Like you said, it's a, it's a loud minority. It's also, so we, it is, we are all most in people this reality show. I mean, I'm sure you guys were watching the news even just yesterday. We don't even know what's going to happen today or tomorrow, and that's design. a Did level you, of uncertainty. Right. That, Were you surprised there you wasn't, an, uh, like, you that you had the staying power, that there wasn't just something the next day that kind of took over the news cycle. Like the fact that this well, picture and you yeah, were stuck as long as it did. I think that was by design, though. Like now that I've seen, and you guys know, like for a while, honestly, it was like me, Cap, and Madonna, <laughs> you know, or like me, Cap, and Rosie, you know. And so I became aware fairly early on that he had a relationship with Harvey Levin and that TMZ was really pushing out the story a lot. And then when I heard that AMI flipped, which then acquired through Saudi money or not, I don't know, but not just the Inquirer, but also in style, life in touch, not in style, I'm sorry, life in style, in touch, um, some, a bunch of the weekly mags. As then we it's say. not surprising once That's they right. all are on. And so when they you, flipped yeah. and yeah. testified in the Mueller report, I don't want to say I felt vindicated, but I was like, oh, that's why all that's these why. hit pieces yeah, are yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. And that's why they're getting perpetuated. And on Fox News, as Mariah Carey would say, they're obsessed with me. There's a constant, you know, Hannity blog or something. But I have to say, out of all of the craziness, it's taken me a long time to laugh. But the idea that so many people thought or think I'm in ISIS is, yeah. I mean that's a little extreme to actually think you're going to assassinate the president. Like I know well, like, obviously can make the jump, but like that shit's silly. In, but I know. but I do think that I, I just I, I get the impression you don't give an inch on the idea of like thinking that was over the line. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I think that's silly, but I, 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 co- I commend you for, for standing <laughs> your ground. I, but I it's, it's just something like if somebody came to me and with that, did you come up with that idea or did like, so I, what exactly was it again? It was like, was it, it like was, an internet well, video or? No, it was, um, you know, I'm like, I'm very honest about this. When you're out of work and you're an actress, you do kind of crazy stuff sometimes. Right. right. And I've done wacky photos before I did. I've done other photos that I think are more offensive and they were like on like a gay what? blog for two days. I did a photo one time of a man's hand with a scissor and my tongue, like to symbolize like men trying to shut yeah. me up. <laughs> Later on, the guy in the car wanted to actually cut my tongue off, so I was onto something. And that was you think that's of, more offensive than holding the president's head up, bloody? Yeah. Well, I also was afraid the scissor would slip. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a real fear. But you know, I also knew that there was this kind of imagery. And when you look at the history of comedy, like a lot of the greats, I mean, I admire, like I said, all comedy. But when I think about my beloved Joan Rivers and Carlin and Pryor and Lenny Bruce, you know, comedians at a certain point when there's a time in history, I think a lot of comics feel like it's kind of part of our job to be the ones that go a little too far. And I had um, I had a great compliment. Wait a minute, but this is the problem. So you do keep saying that you went too far, but then when he says, farther did you think that norm. went too far, farther you get you get norm. very up, you get very offended by that. Well, it's very easy to offend me. I'm fucking kidding. It, <laughs> it just, it, but it does feel like if I say, <laughs> I think you went over the line, you're like, fuck you. No, but I'm not going to agree with you because I think it's important that people push boundaries. And if I had broken the law, that would be different. If I had violated the First Amendment, that would be different. But I think sometimes you have to go what yeah. in some people think is too far. Right, right. But no, no I, I, nobody, I agree with you. Nobody was really hurt by it. And no, I think not. now in hindsight with over two years behind us, when you look at what's really happening – ice raids in our own neighborhoods and stuff, I am just hearing from more and more people, like, actually, your picture wasn't really that big of a deal. I don't, like, I, I personally, I, I was like, I don't give a fuck, right? Like, what do <laughs> I care? But I, I would, I would, it does not surprise me that other people got mad. Yeah. So you were, you were totally shocked by that. I was shocked by the level, but I've done controversial stuff before. I mean, when I won my first Emmy, I went up there and I was trying to, like, spoof Emmy speeches. And I go, suck it, Jesus. This award is my God now. Well, people took out full-page ads in the New York Times and religious groups and took out full-page ads in the USA Today and calls from the agents saying you'll never work again. So I kind of— I got another question for you. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) It just popped in my head. Do you think in any way that you maybe gave him more power? Like, do you regret the fact that maybe you gave him material that he was probably, like, happy about it in a way? I, I think he was happy about it. But yeah, see, that the, would, that's what would bother me. The... I'd be like, fuck, because now he's got, <laughs> he's got this symbol and, like, this thing that he can use to rally his people. Whereas, you know, if he didn't have that, he wouldn't have, you know what I mean? In a, yeah. in a way, it almost emboldened him. Well, here's the thing, though. I really have a history of tussling with guys like this. Like, I know this middle-aged white guy who thinks it's powerful. And I know this guy who thinks he's going to step up to me and put me in my place. And, like, when the sons come after me, it's just really embarrassing. You know, Junior tweets me, and it's like a They're bad like little pun. Dogs and Eric tweets me, and it's just an awkward joke. And so, in a way, it fuels me as well. But... I will say, as I get older, I do become more fearless about stepping up to these guys. And they do hold the keys to power. And I go, okay, the only power I have is maybe I have some talent and I can sell a lot of tickets and I'm an earner and I can make companies a lot of money. And I remind them of that, and sometimes in a direct way and sometimes more subtle. But I hear what you're saying, but the list of people that are to that standard that have, like, quote, emboldened him, it's like a scroll. So, you know, I was... Before, this was pre-Weinstein, pre-Me Too. I think there weren't as many women sort of coming out and being bold and stuff like that. So I'm not tying myself to those movements. But I do think 
in a way that there is a new engendered sense among groups that are, like I said, the majority but marginalized to speak up more. And I think there's something in the air where we just all as Americans know this is just different this time and different in a scary way. So I like to make fun and make people laugh if stuff is scary or not scary or the Real Housewives, any range of things. But this is something, you know, it's pretty rare that you feel like if the president's actions are affecting your everyday life. So when it happened to me so personally, it makes you more aware. You start looking around and you go, oh, this group is, is getting into trouble more and this institution isn't holding and I better pay more attention to my electeds and how they're voting. And I'm going to, you know, so it just makes you more aware. And I think if it starts conversations, then that part I'm kind of proud of. You said when the, you said, you know, you're you're not ashamed or you talk about the how like you, you know, when you're out of work, you kind of look for other things. Yeah. How did they pitch it when they came to you? Um. I pitched it. Oh, it was your idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. I made the film and then No, no, not this, the picture itself. Oh, the idiot photographer sent it to TMZ. And But it was your idea, it wasn't someone else's idea. The photographer and I collaborated on the idea. Okay. And we went and got a bunch of like silly props. Oh, the video itself. And by the way, which are now federal evidence. Right. And so luckily I, I did throw away the mask, which I thought was I mean, I have to laugh now, but they're like, we need the mask, Miss Griffin. I go, uh, it smelled really bad. I threw it away <laughs> weeks ago. Um, but I was interrogated under oath as well. And I wanted to clear that up because a lot of people thought I just got, you know, a phone call or something. And, um, yeah, I, I wanted to make a statement, a bold statement. I've made them before. So when you were collaborating, one, it was because you said you said like they made people laugh. But when you were collaborating, it was statement. That was it was, it was kind statement of like, was one. This guy needs to be shamed and humiliated because okay. that's his gig. His game is all about shame and humiliation and making people feel less than and projection. So For sure. the things he accuses others of are typically the things he's doing himself. And I, I just felt like people aren't really getting that message yet. I think they're getting it much more, much more so now. Just yeah, like you're why definitely ahead of the curve on the show. On that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you won this battle? Yeah. Like I know in, I did. in the when you look back, Do- Kathy Griffin versus Donald Trump, you think people are going to say oh, Kathy yeah, Griffin won? Ass. I can't wait to see him again. Really? And I say that in a non-threatening verbal <laughs> way under the umbrella of the First Amendment. I swear to God, Kathy Griffin, if fucking the government comes here to talk to us or some shit, I'm going to be very mad you with you. You might get a call. Very you mad. Might get a call, I can't promise. <laughs> well, all right. So the movie's out on July 31st. One night only, so you only got one shot to see it. Hell of a story. It is a hell of a story. <laughs> I appreciate you coming through. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Okay, so that was Kathy Griffin, which... If you're watching on Barstool Gold, you probably got a little bit more of the vibe of awkwardness and a little bit of contention. I did. I never felt awkward. I, I did not. I think she did. I was good. I usually, no matter what, even if I know I have like the upper hand with someone, in the, if I'm if I'm fighting with someone, if I am arguing with them, if we are uh, butting heads, disagreeing, you know, you, you, your blood, your your heart yeah. pumps a little more. Start you get a little, a little faster. Yeah, yeah. It's a little like uh, adrenaline. I never got that with her because I just. I think I made it pretty clear that, like, I don't necessarily agree with, uh, like, what she did. Don't also necessarily agree with what she went through. I'm somewhere in between on all this, and I'm happy. I to think spit everyone's going to hate that interview, which is why I well, think it's probably a pretty good one. Uh, well, so as I was doing it, so like I said, we didn't want to do it. Then we kind of agreed, okay, let's give it a shot. And, like, two seconds into it, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Because this is going to go I mean, go she started off. She's like, it, the interview started, and I don't think I said anything. And she was like, you guys don't know what to do with me, huh? Yeah. And I was like, no. Well, because I, I, I know exactly why she said that. I, like, paused to ask a question. I was just like, so. And I just thought about how I wanted to word it. And she was correctly like, you don't even know what to say right now. And I was like, oh, I just want to, like, choose my words carefully here. But, yeah, right away I think she had the vibe of, like, I know this is an awkward fit. And, like, I'm going to 
I'm going to call it out. She also, while we were walking down the uh, the hallway, she said, I'm, I'm back on the D-list, and I'm hungry and scrapping and all that shit. So I thought she was going to come with a lot more of a disarming approach and a little more, like, not not like I'm wrong, but just like, wow, this is fucking crazy, huh? And she is definitely still in, like, I'm right, you're wrong mode, mm. which is... You know, she did not care for me. No, she did not like I, do it. All. I was I was quite wrong often, according to her. She, you were ignorant. I was ignorant. That's what I, I didn't like. I'm that. Uh, just she, a... she threw ignorant at you so quickly. You, you, what, what was you, I you, saying? You said you can understand why people were offended by that, and she was like, "No, I can't. You're ignorant." It's like that to me is quick, crazy. quick draw, quick draw on the I card. Well, I, I was waiting for her to actually we went into it being like i think this is going to be pretty contentious like we don't really necessarily see eye, eye, eye to eye on this and let's be honest most of the time when you're booking podcast guests they're picking places that they want to go they're not setting themselves up for like a fight but mm-hmm. so this one was kind of like well i think we're gonna maybe butt heads a little bit but then i was thinking to myself i bet you she is gonna come in and like be charming and and uh like disarm us and make us like see her side of things because at the end of the day she's still a wildly wealthy and successful comedian before all this so you know usually people know how to handle people and she didn't do that she just went pedal to the metal back yeah I, I think there were there were other things we wanted to talk about you what you said you want to talk about you know joe rogan on news radio i want to talk about i mean she's friends with kim and kanye that's interesting to me and it just never really got anywhere else because she didn't have the canned answers that you should have yeah that's really what it comes down to it kind of happened with it, logan it, it, where it's, it's just funny like where you, like, expect you dress something and, and then it's on. like move on yeah and it was just like it never well, it kind of we. I do think you know we might have gone circular a couple times because I felt like sometimes she said it was uh, just a joke gone bad, and then other times she said she was trying to make a point. It's like, well, which one is it? Because that changes everything. That mm-hmm. changes the entire story if you did it on purpose versus if you were just like, oh shit, I went too far. Uh, she stands by it in every way, which I you know she's entitled to that. I feel like I would never do that again for four million dollars to be like interrogated by the government to be death threats to have to open up your mailbox with like special bomb shit to be accused of being an ISIS like four million is not enough I mean the ISIS thing I don't care about you can accuse me of being ISIS (laughs) (laughs) if anyone wants to accuse me of being ISIS that's fine I'm not wrong (laughs) but you know if you're like getting death threats and that like ropes your family into it and shit like that like that's just four million is not enough for me but she was still down to do that so god bless her Uh, but two seconds into it I was like oh wait a minute we're either going to look like we're like Trump sympathizers by disagreeing with her, or if you like Trump and hate her, you're going to be mad that we didn't like call her a bitch and kick her out. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's all, it, that's why you always lose in politics. Right. So either way, you know, if you hate Trump or love Trump, you probably thought that we weren't hard or we weren't soft enough. Uh, but that's also when I then realized that probably the 99% of our listeners are the average rational person in between who is neither, who can go, oh, shit. I think it was stupid. I wouldn't have held up the president's fucking head, but I don't know if she should have been like, you know, waterboarded by the government for it. I think those are so you can have those thoughts. I I mean, if I were you, I would I wouldn't like her. She was was particularly prickly with you. Yeah, I don't know what her deal was. Would she call me a host, a sports host? Uh, I guess shock jock, sports jock, host, some shit like that. Not inaccurate, but just a DJ with a sports show. Yeah, DJ with a sports show. DJ with a sports show. I don't play enough music. Um, Yeah, but but even that to me is like. No, that's not correct. It's not. Also, it is inaccurate. It's tough to, and, and, it and is, she said, "Like, why would I care what you think?" It's like, like you, okay, that's fine. You don't have to care what I think. I, this is this is a little bit contentious to say. But I love. Are, I, I, I love that. Like, that's fine. You're still sitting here for a reason. I love that. You know. Oh, I don't matter. But you said that you're on like the, the list, the D list, trying to scratch and claw your way back up, and you're here for a reason. So 
there's I will just say this. When we walked out, like everybody in the office was like, how was that? Like whispers and like wanted to know how it is. So there's something there. There, there is a, a, a juice to Kathy Griffin, and whether it's her or her story or some sort of combination, I think uh, people were, were gassed up for it one way or the other. So, um... <laughs> so let that us was, know where you know. I was just writing that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I mean, I guess, you know, let us know. I, mean, I guess I'm interested to know where what people think of that. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think let us know, and and uh, uh, a shout out to everyone. I, I am curious. I, I I think we should start ending the shows with that because I I feel like it, it's almost a call to action. Because I'm curious what you think. I I I, well, I am curious if you think that was interesting. If people if like you, don't like, ever talk about politics again. Do it, sure. I don't think we talked about politics. No, but I even like I, I also it, I, I think I, I I'm I might cancel the phrase politics. I, I had a couple of words I've been looking to cancel. I might throw a cancel on politics because everything is political. Yeah, it's Every, true. Everything is politics. Shut up about don't talk politics. Everything's fucking politics. Yeah. Everything we talk about, not, not I mean here, not so much, but, but, if, but everything in the world is politics. But if, if someone's like, don't, you know, we, we never have talked about Donald Trump that much in like our entire history of our show. So if someone's like, we don't, you know, don't do that, fine. Someone we says, didn't talk about Donald Trump. We talked about Donald Trump's head that someone held up. I, I would love to do more like I would love to do interviews where there's maybe some disagreement and some like I, th- I thought it was I thought both these are pretty good I think I went in, I I went in with I think minimal preconceived notions with both some but I then went with minimal of both uh and, and one it was it was oh that was pleasantly surprising one was eh, a little disappointing yeah one was not surprising at all I would say yeah I didn't think I thought they both went how I thought they were gonna go put it that way yeah I actually agree I agree with so, that let us know and, and if you liked, if you liked one of the guests, let them know too. I think, I think, I, I like, I like. People did that with Joe Mang- uh, Manganiello, and I thought that was nice. Um, if you think, if you think you know, a guest came up particularly well, and you didn't know about that, let them know. Like, I like them coming on the show. That's, and if you didn't like them, just that will, that's just straight just up. Don't say anything. Man. Straight up, that would, that's selfish of me. But like that, that that's helpful for us. If if you liked it, if you enjoyed Help the interview, grow. be like, hey, you were great on Case Radio. I thought that was. It's very. People reach out to us afterwards, being like, wow, we didn't see. The response, we'd love to do something with you again. It's, it's very helpful for Yeah, us. it definitely helps. So if you have something nice to say, go ahead. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like your mama taught you. Turn around. Look at what you see in her face. The mirror of your